All right. Shaq, we're getting, we're going. Uh, <laughs> we're going Shaq, again. Yeah, we're going again. It's, it's happening. <laughs> Shaq Farogi. Farogi. Yes, sir. Uh, welcome to uh, Going Again podcast. It is an incredible pleasure to have you here. Yeah, thank absolutely. you. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you for you, having sir. me here. Oh, man. I'm uh, blessed. Yeah, you know, um, several people of our community, of our little stunt community, have, uh, have mentioned your name. Um, and um, now I'm so excited to dive into this, just to dive into this one and hear about your story. Um, I know a few things about you, but I think I just want to go right back to the beginning, if that's all right, from when you're a young man, how you were inspired in Afghanistan, where you're from. Right to uh, begin your martial arts career and how you got out of there or, or why you left and, and, and this kind of thing and came to Canada and how all that happened. Can we start there? 100%, absolutely. Please. Yes, yes. First of all, I'd like to say thank you and great to see you both. Randy, it's always a pleasure and Andrew. Yes, I'm sir. so honored to be here. Thank you very much. Honestly, when you have invited me, I was... I was oh, I'm, I was leaving for the trip and I I should yeah. why am I have to say no to this you know this is <laughs> it's helpful. so one one favorite thing I have for myself always everything happens to me in life I say think of it as opportunity you know doesn't matter what it is whether it's uh, positive negative I look at the good side of it always I said so when you invite me I said I'm missing this opportunity Okay, but I said, can I do it after? And then when you said, yes, it's okay, then I said, okay. <laughs> All right, so when I come back, but thank you very much. So I don't want to go too long with that, but I appreciate it. So uh, as a kid, that's a, that's a great uh, question that you asked me, actually, Andrew. Um, I was 12, 13 years old, if I can remind back with my cousin, you know, back in Afghanistan, we were just um, hanging out like any other kids. Um, life was good okay we were okay you know it's not rich but we were okay and soviet union wasn't there which we call it soviet union now is russia back then uh, when the, that's how the war started um i watched we went to the movie we watched bruce lee movie yeah man. <laughs> and that's how all started you know when we see the okay. this little guy you know he's beating everybody up it's like holy he said wow that's impressive how do we and we were always you know kid you always get into trouble in the school so we said Let's find something in that line we can learn too. So that's how really the journey of martial arts started. We walked for like, I don't know, five hours in the streets of Kabul, trying to look that time. There was no technology. We didn't have anything to look for, you know, where the school is. So we found one place, which was um, one guy was teaching in the park somewhere in the big field. So that's how we started there. And that really? was at 12, 13 years old. Yes. And that was the beginning of my Taekwondo career. So Incredible. was it a Taekwondo school? That was a Taekwondo, yes, sir. That was a ITF, which stands for, and I'm sure you know, International Taekwondo Federation, which yeah. was uh, from North Korea. Um, so I did got my black belt on that, and then I switched it to WTF, which was World Taekwondo Federation. Uh, main reason because of the Olympic uh, fighting and all that. So right. I wanted to get into that, that, so I switched it. Otherwise, ITF was beautiful also. Um, yeah, so that's how we started. We had to go literally hour and a half, two hours from our home where we were just to walk there we didn't take bus or car we didn't have any so just loved it you know we go we train like wow. you know. was it very popular at the time you know not, not as much there was only few masters that by name people would know you know and um, this is master so and so and they were not even master to be quite honest with you because back that like, i'm talking about we we're rewinding 45 years ago uh, i 
think it's 40, 45 years ago, um, they were just a black belt probably. They just first done black belt, but that first done black belt were like almost equivalent to seven, eight degree black belt right now because mm-hmm. things are moving fast now back then they trained for probably 10 15 years to just become a black belt right sure so yeah but they had they were skillful they were they were they were they were dangerous <laughs> in some way <laughs> they, they they is they beat you up that's how you learn yeah yeah it's not it's <laughs> not big. like it's not like okay you do this you just okay come here you just learn that's how you learn you know you get hit and you just but we didn't have any equipment and stuff like that that's the best way to learn right. how to block yeah, <laughs> yeah, get hit a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and then um, life was good until you know, so Russia took over. I mean, the the invasion happened, and um, I was in um, just about to finish grade twelve high school. And um, me, and my best buddy, actually, I was in his home. We we're sitting, you know, we we're about to, and we just heard the news um, that says anybody graduate this year. So we we're looking for the university because I have to be honest in Afghanistan. We were separated. Men and women don't go to the same school, uh, and so that was the highlight for us. We're looking forward to the university that we all gonna be. It's a unisex. We female and men's gonna ah. be in the same school. So <laughs> those are exciting times. Exciting yeah. time. Yes. <laughs> Guess what happens? We heard the news. They said people are gonna graduate this year. They all have to serve in the military for four years before they go to university. Oh, man. Oh, so okay. that was right there, crush our dream of university, becoming a phys ed teacher. That was my dream to become a phys ed teacher. And my buddy is actually he's in Canada. The only Afghani friend that I have back from Afghanistan, he's also in Canada. So oh, wow. um, know that he's alive. <laughs> um, but after that, I said, what are we going to do? And then that was like looking at each other. And after that, I said, I don't know. So that's how we decide to eventually not join the military and leave the country. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you had to leave your family behind? Or? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, so while, while I had to, in that period that I had to finish the school, um, you had to hide yourself because they come by force. They grab you from your home. It was not beautiful. War has never been great. Um, they just search homes. If, say, young guys, if your legs has a hair, you're a certain age. Just grab you, throw in the truck, ship you to the part of the country. Said that you have to war, and the war that you don't even know which war you're fighting for. You know, so are you against the government or with the government? They're same people, and the rebels that time start coming. Then the U.S. got involved. Uh, Mojahideen, I don't know if you heard, they're rebels fighting against Russians. So, mm-hmm. and um, I had to go join the military. Then fighting my own brother. It was like very complicated. Really? Yeah. So I didn't believe. We didn't believe in that. And some point I. I got arrested. I mean, I don't know if I. Uh, so yeah, I was uh, because finally the guy who actually knew me, he was. He's, I used my. I, I was using my brother ID card, which was two years younger than me, so I could okay. hang out the stolen couple when the their spot checked this by troops by uh, paratrooper and American sorry Russians they ask ID and then so I show them this. I get away two three months and then finally one guy recognized it. She, she keep. Didn't you finish the school? Yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, no, I just kind of tried to say, oh, no, 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 come here, come here. I know, oh, you. No. I know you. So that's how they, they, they just, anyway, so let's make it short. They grab me, they throw me in the truck, uh, keep me two weeks in the uh, maximum security there. They have like, just, I have to keep you and they have no choice. My family visited me, you know, at some point they were, you know, sad, of course, you know, it's not a happy moment. 
but uh, there's not i wasn't the only one there's a lot of other young where was it frightening it, it must have been it frightening. was scary yeah i was uh, because i was very young and i just how, you know, how old were you, would you I, I was 17 sir 17, 17 yeah 17. okay and um, so they 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 after two weeks they throw us in the big airplane cargo train <clears throat> ship us all the way to the other side of the country which is the, the city called herat and that's where a border with Iran. That was a really intense fight between you know rebels and the government. But we're in the military, got two weeks training. Right away, next thing we're in the battlefield. You know? Two weeks training. Wow. Two weeks. Yeah, so, we had to learn. Yeah. So how long were you battling? Uh, well, personally, uh, in that two weeks training, then we were right in the middle of the action. You know, and honestly, I did not know what to do. So it's just Jeez. okay. All they gave us this Kalashnikov. We're sitting in the trucks, taking, moving around, and then bullets coming. So we just had to. I was one point. I was actually scared. I was hiding. <laughs> I <laughs> guess I just, so. Yeah, so and then these older soldiers, uh, they gave us good advice because they've been around in the battlefield. So they just said, "You young guys, listen. Just don't point out the gun, shooting at them directly." Try to shoot upward, and they know where they who they're gonna target with. So basically, they know that soldiers are not innocents. They are they've been forced to come to that that oh, war. You know, oh, that's that. wow. Yes, yes. And, and this yeah. is Russians that you're fighting. That against? was we were actually with a government. So government was taking over by Russians, and then we had to fight the Mujahideen. Okay. Yes, the one they were standing against the Russians, right. which we were not. We didn't believe it. You know why we should kill them you know because they're also afghan people so but we had no choice we've been forced but anyway so we somehow i survived three four months there and then i had to find a way with some friends to escape from there walk like for like five four days you know uh, we go to iran which is a neighboring country so even mm -hmm. iran didn't allow us we stayed there for a month or two and so I just wanted to come back to my family, you know. So I had to go back to Pakistan, which is another neighbor, you know, and uh, take train. Somehow manage get the money from where they. <laughs> now then, you see, mm, in over, I mean, obviously mm, over here, mm, uh, all of our media mm, talks about just how how dangerous Afghanistan can be and some of the surrounding countries. Mm, how true is mm, this mm, at that point in your life? Right, um, it was dangerous. War is actually war is not good to begin with it's war it's war then the day if you sure. see that these jets coming with a very low altitude with a um, grounding sound and you know, all it's intimidating you know and it's scary for especially families kids and bombs falling you don't know where it's gonna form and you know that some bombs gonna explode somewhere so it's just uh, you don't know but as a kid you're fearless you know that you just sure you don't know i mean you don't know much that's why we it's better not to know sometimes mm -hmm. but you know there is something is not right you know so I had to travel and go back, actually, you know, then from Pakistan, I had to make a short walk over the mountain, go back to Kabul city, which is Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I walk about good 10 days over the mountain. And literally my shoes was gone, everything. My feet was swelling. Everything was like not so great, but, uh, but wow. I managed it. I got home. I arrived home and so nobody expected I'm coming alive. <laughs> so sometimes when they take you to military, those places, so parents and families always worry, they say, it's this, gone. They just accept that it's Yes, accepted, exactly. And then when I arrived, they thought, this, who's this crazy man, you know, is walking in. <laughs> so I was like literally no shower. I was didn't look good. And just I just came and then they were all in tears. So, and uh -huh, said, wow, uh -huh. my mom, my grandma, all of everybody just uh, run into me and just give me a hug. I said, oh, you you made it. I said, yes, I told you because I'm going to come back home. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So what happens mm -hmm. then? Then then me and my cousin, all of us, we decide this is not the place that we can live anymore because it's hard, you know, obviously this is not going to end very well. 
um, and I, my uncle, they were all in Germany and Europe. So I was always keeping touch with them. I was, I was looking forward to those places, you know, because especially when they send us these all these beautiful pictures with the nice yeah. beaches and all that. But uh, but that was the, not the intention until the war started. So I we decided this is time for us to leave, and we had a good family meeting and my my mother agreed i'm the older we are seven brothers and sisters i'm the oldest one so thanks god everybody's alive wow. and they're they're living in germany right now so they decided for me to just time to leave so and that's how i pack back to the mountain walking because we cannot take the legal route because we're going to get arrested so we yeah. had to make a go back to the mountain for 10 15 days to get to pakistan that's where the neighboring countries and from there we had to stay there for three four months and then go to india that's when my journey started in india we talk about it mm -hmm. because refugee as a refugee afghan when you were in the war you have to go to this neighboring country and then united nations typically support you to be there but um, i'm thankful to that at least i got a second chance of life wow and um yeah it's incredible here i'm in india <laughs> it's incredible <laughs> how, how, how many how many guys out there were like you oh hundreds hundreds Hundreds, I could say hundreds, thousands. Yeah. Really? So we we had about literally five million Afghan was displaced in 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 got out of the country during the Russian war. Wow. Um, two millions of them living in Iran at that point, and about three millions in Pakistan, and another I would say another million now all over the world. So about give and take five six million Afghans all over the world now out of out of the country because of that war, and we lost about one million people die in that war jeez no I, i'm yeah. just yeah. flabbergasted yeah <laughs> yeah um, it's incredible you, wow. you you have a friend that you've known mm. for this length of time and i've never heard any of this yes sir or some but yeah not. yeah yeah it's uh, it's crazy that um one of my, we are two best friends one of them actually he came with us to get out of the country and then suddenly he said after 10 hours walk or something he said no i'm gonna go back to my family so he, he turned back, and uh, later on we found out that he was killed. Um, but uh, he was one of my best friends. And then um, me, my other best friend, which is like I said, he's in Canada, he lives in Toronto now. Um, that's the only guy that I know from my school time classmates so since grade seven into grade 12 that we are alive. <laughs> wow, incredible. So, wow. And we keep in touch, you know, we still keep in touch, which is we have a great relationship. You know, he has two beautiful kids, you know, his, his wife is also got married in Montreal, which was French Canadian, and I got married with my Japanese wife. Yo, yeah, so, where did you, where did yeah, you guys wife? That, that was my next question. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. So yeah, the in, India, in uh, India, I, that's where the, my Taekwondo career really um, explode because I was, I was hungry, I was, um, I was motivated. I said, okay, I'm alive now, you know, and there's no war. Although we weren't getting much of the money to support ourselves as a young kid, but you know what? We, we, we somehow managed like 10, 15 guys living in one room, two room. Um, we somehow managed it. And there was days that we didn't have food. There was days that we like two, three days was okay. You know, we just, because we were at least said we're, we're alive. We're in India now. There is no bombs falling now or anything. So. And, and I was we enrolled in college, so we're doing that. Uh, thanks to, I have to also acknowledge my uncles that they were in Germany living there many years. They have sent me some support, a little bit of money from there, and that's, I have to appreciate that. You know, I'm mm. always, there's a lot of, always universe, whatever you believe is our God, 
the right time, right place, they, they gave you things to get you going. And for me, it's been like that always. I've been very fortunate on that. Yeah. But but going that you've said it before, you look on the bright side of it. Yes, sir. So you're a positive person. Y yes, sir. So even, yes, sir. Even when there was a negative, it was positive. Yes, it sir. Was an opportunity or oh, definitely opportunity. You know, I, I I give thanks to all of the things that has happened to me. Although it's not great that I lost my country, my family, divided all this separation. But you know what? It taught me a lot about life, about um, what is real life out there. This young age, I had to learn how to survive, how to learn the new language, how to make new friends, how to how to go find a job. You know, now I don't have no qualification. I'm just a high school guy. You know, um, so who's gonna who's gonna take care of me? You know, but I have to take care of me. You know, and uh, so that was uh, I. I'm thankful to that because of that I am who I am today. You know, and because of those burdens and toughness and tough life, no food, no money. Um, surviving. There's days that in India, I have to tell you, I'm, I, I share everything. I don't hide any. I sleep in the street, you know. They call it, there was a movie called Slam Dog Milner, you know. Mm -hmm. Very real. People like, I experienced, you know, there was, I was in the hotel staying with my friend and all of a sudden the hotel found out that we should not stay more than two, three guys in this room. They kick us out. Uh -huh. So what did we do? And that was the streets of Mumbai, they call it Bombay. We had to go really find somewhere that was it was good thing was it warm. <laughs> At least there was no yeah. snow. Yeah, yeah. I had to True. sleep and survive. So those are the things that I have experienced that made me um, the person that I am today. You know, and then sometimes now we see a little bit challenge here and there. People always um, complain about uh, about a little bit of this, a little bit of weather, a little bit of that. I says, ooh. Yeah. Well, you why? know, I did. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was kind of thinking that in my head. Just. Um, not to jump way ahead, but uh, mm. with all the people, I mean, people are leaving Canada right now because mm. they don't want to be here with our current state of government, whatever that is. How do you feel about this? How does that make you feel? I, I kind of understand now a little bit because my kids was is born here. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's totally different. When I came to America, I was hungry. I was. Uh, did looking. you come? Did you go to America first? Actually, America. They call it North America. I was wanted to go to America ah, because my ah, uncles ah. Uh, they live some of my uncles in the U.S. So I was always wanted to be in New York as a kid. So sure. here's this is how it's funny that it started. People think that vision is not. Some people believe some they don't, but I truly believe in in visioning. What is it that you want? What is it that it hits you, you know, I, I, I was a kid practicing, it was like, I have to tell you the story, this is actually true, it's not a, it's not a big story, but I, I have to mention this. I was practicing my forms, I was doing my Taekwondo, I did whatever, but I was continuing my Taekwondo, and I was practicing in this 40 degree plus hot temperature, in the roof of the, the, the house, a bunch of other Afghani guys, other friends, everybody there, they all were waiting to go somewhere in America or somewhere, you know, some miracle happens to leave this and go to land of opportunity to dream, make your dream. I'm, I was practicing these guys, make, they said, what are you doing always? Come on, stop it. What is it? You know, I said, listen, one day maybe I will go to America and I'm going to have a Taekwondo school. <laughs> I just joke. I know, I'm not kidding. <clears throat> I just said, and then uh, I always liked Clint Eastwood. I used to watch Bruce Lee and Clint Eastwood movie. Hell yeah. I love, yeah, you gotta yeah, like Clint yeah. Eastwood. <laughs> I said to my, I said, would be cool to be in the movie too. Oh, wait, really? I'm not joking. I just said it. I n none of my family in the film business, none of them in entertainment, nothing. I just said, I guess somehow universe and somehow hurt me over there. 
And there you go. That's the life that I'm living right now. Yeah, man. I'm an owner of Taekwondo school for the past 24 years. America, Canada, same thing. It's North America. And here you go. As a stuntman, I'm working in the film and television. And, and you're even doing some acting. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. So, yeah. So, it's at that time, when I said that, it was like dream going to the moon with me not even have a dollar in my pocket. Yeah. How could I say that? See, this is Unbelievable. how universe works you know when you when you when you attract it when you dream about something when you want it anything is possible at the right time right place <coughs> for the right people so that's my for me that was always my highlights of my life you know yeah love it i, I love hearing this um okay let's go back to india yeah what, um, yeah, what, did, yeah. what did you study in india india uh economic I was in finance, okay. but although I don't know anything about finance. <laughs> well, you are a stuntman. I'm I'm <laughs> yes. Um, so that was uh, available, and uh, it was a great time in uh, college. Uh, we're young guys with a bunch of other Afghani and Indian, you know, and I learned the language And because we grew up watching Bollywood movies Yeah. But, uh, because big influence of Bollywood around the um, East Asia, Southeast Asia, and um, I love Bollywood movies. So do I, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah? He well, I grew up watching Bollywood movies on Saturday morning. Oh, that's that's I, crazy. I don't Amazing. understand the language. I had to read what I could. Right. <clears throat> but I love the singing and the dancing and all the changing of clothes. It, the choreography, you know, the, yeah, the synchronization. Yeah. Um, amazing, beautiful. I love staying in India. The most humblest people I ever experienced in my life, to be quite honest. Nicest really? people ever. I don't know. I haven't been there back for since, but maybe things has changed. Oh, oh my goodness. That's so satisfied, so humble with whatever they make and they are happy you know those are that's something that i learned from there so everywhere every part of life is a lesson to be learned honestly i enjoy my staying in india so much it was like a dream happened so fast but amazing and how, always we how always long, how long were you there shy about uh, four and a half years sir. oh wow yeah yeah and you learned to speak the language yes sir because which, which uh, hindi, hindi urdu urdu <clears throat> is combination of farsi and other things actually is involved it's much easier than hindi and gujarati they have many languages but the, 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 the language that I learned speaking is Hurdu. Okay. But I do understand when they speak, uh, especially movie and stuff like that, I 90% understand everything, 95%. I wish I could yeah. understand it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that difficult. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I loved India and I had to come to America and that's another story that I don't know if I should share, but uh, maybe I, I do, you know, it uh, doesn't matter. For me, I had nothing to hide, so back then, I, for me to come here, I didn't have a chance to really come legally. It's just how it is, you know, how. Um, I had my uncle in the U.S. couldn't sponsor me because you had to be black. Because um, so you had to be black? No, sorry, we had to be blood-related. Oh, blood, yeah, sorry, sorry. jeez. <laughs> I was like, whoa, yeah, really? Thinking, yeah. that, that's <laughs> a weird rule. Yeah, that's a weird, yeah. yeah. You know, so it's funny that I had to, we had to make uh, fake documents and... You know, just fly, fake passport, all of those wow. things. I had no choice because in American dreams makes you to, if you want something, you have to do whatever it takes to go there. And and, and I had to, we had to break some law there, whatever we did, but we they, 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 they bribed it, the agents, you know, the, 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 the custom agents there. So they somehow fly us. And um, to, the funny understand. thing is that we made it. And when it come to, but that's how Canada was accepting people. When you come without documents, they will accept you. So back then, because of the war in Afghanistan, so they had to do that because 
we're in the it's a war situation yeah so, they were accepting yes sir well, as <clears throat> soon i arrived there i said i have no document no passport nothing i'm here afghan refugee and arrive here now i want to live here that's what i loved canada from that moment the immigration officer said dun 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 okay welcome to canada two wow. months from now come back for your hearing and i said wow thank you and um so i fell in love with this country because it gave me another life of that i i was looking for and just without anything just said okay welcome <clears throat> man we take a lot for granted don't we yeah, yeah we do and that's why i arrived cold and cold in montreal very cold i had only 100 dollar left in my pocket that time so you came from yeah. <clears throat> afghanistan to mumbai yes sir india india practicing taekwondo on the roof of a building in 40 degree heat then you went to the winter of montreal yes such extreme Whoa. level different yes 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 <laughs> yeah but well, it was cold but you don't feel cold you know what when you're when you're that age young you have so much so much i should say love for life and passion and 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 just so optimistic looking for opportunities you're hungry you want to go nothing you don't feel anything you know you appeal to me love as being it. exactly the same way right now yes sir young <laughs> thank you eager excited thank you positive yeah i i'm trying to live by that uh, quote I, you know life is not it's not a life it's just you know things throw comes at us i learned from martial arts that you know doesn't matter what life throws at you how you react to things is more important so how you defend yourself we do block i look at life like this you come at me okay i i dodge i duck i block you know it's not going to be easy nothing is forever there's a good time there's a bad time but how you how you deal with it is up to you and that's really i learned that in martial arts honestly and um that discipline the hard work of martial arts really taught me that how to navigate change that energy to positive and um and and i'm i'm trying and raising kids not easy too in the society but you know what i look at the good side of it i'm blessed that i have these beautiful kids i'm blessed that i'm here sitting with you two beautiful gentlemen here that we invite me i'm honored these are for me is opportunity uh so um i'm thankful to that um i'm always grateful and thankful and yeah how did you meet your wife yeah. in toronto oh in toronto yeah, in toronto yes sir yeah we were uh, going to uh, i was going to study in um, some computer in the uh, central tax school and that's when she was studying some taking some english classes she was here as a student just to learn some english and that's oh, so, all. so she was in she was here from japan just for just student. to learn some english yes yes student visa they, they a lot of japanese they come here just to experience for a year for six months to learn you know because they're island isolated they don't have neighbor they like to they travel a lot they go to these especially america canada europe and how was how was your english at the time i was going to say she, here's a girl trying yeah. to learn english yeah, and she yeah. meets a guy that speaks Hurdu. yeah 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 my english is still not good <laughs> it's still i'm working on it. yeah my uh, no nah, yeah, whatever uh, but i but me. i hope you understand so. oh yeah no <laughs> um i do she, her english was not too bad and uh but we somehow managed i think they call it the language of love yeah there you, you go yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it yeah. must be my young uh, charismatic yeah, that's, <laughs> that's awesome but that's cool so she was she was born in japan yes yes and she'd come yeah. here for school study yeah and did she have to go home afterwards and, and no it's a funny that we we have dated we started and for a year and then just I said go meet my family you know and uh, you want to meet my family because where we brought up with culture is very very 
strong and you have to arrange marriage, you have to see the parents' approval, all of those things. And I said, you might want to go see my family. You like to go? She said, yeah, I would like to go. So she went to Germany and uh, met my mom and sister. My sister and my mom and my family fell in love with her more than I I did. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Because my mom was a teacher, actually, and um, she was well-educated, and she was a teacher back in Afghanistan. So my family is very, very open-minded family, nothing like, you know, like strict. It was Afghan that that said, this is my way, no way. Um, So they they really love her, and Joy said, this is, if you let her go, we're not going to be happy with you. Ah, okay. Well, that's but, so. That's uh, why you guys are still together. But yes, yes, yes. <laughs> part of it, yes. But uh, may we know her first name? Uh, yes, sir. Yuko. Yuko. Yeah. Yuko. Shout out to Yuko. Yes. Yeah. I know yeah, she's I've gonna. Met your wife before. She's gonna see this yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. I met her. I met her before. I met her on uh, Stanley Dynamic when we had uh, Lake uh, Lake Oil. Yes, yes. Uh, thanks yeah. to you that you you're the first one that we invited uh, my daughter Lake to her first stunt credit. Yeah. Yes, and um, I even um, said that to you. That I said I thank it. you. I will never forget that, Andrew. That you're the one who gave my daughter her first stunt credit. Well, she came out and made me look good, so it was, <laughs> it was easy. It was easy. Well, thank you. No, yeah. of course. She's, yep, so I always a... reminded her. I says, "Don't forget your root. Don't forget uh-huh. where, where uh-huh. it came from." Um, that's how we are, you know. Well, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, she's she's amazing, and your yeah. daughters are incredible. Th- uh, thank you, you very much. Yeah, she's doing great now. She's doing great in the stunt community right now. Yeah, I mean, she's finding her way. Yeah, and uh, people are liking her. I think she's. Um, I'm. Yeah, that's. She's a, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing not to yeah, like. There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's nothing yeah. not to like. They're, you got <laughs> thank, great kids. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Incredibly yeah. skilled. So, yeah. <clears throat> They deserve a spot. That's for that's for sure. I appreciate it. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank uh, you. Good, yeah. good on you, Co. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, now you're in Canada, in Montreal, in Montreal, and you have to learn uh, our language, our way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you obviously learned mm-hmm. about winter, and um, you got a girlfriend. Things are the things girlfriend are was come later, not that time. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> well, girlfriend, I mean, we all, you know, it's just American dream. What what do you what American dream sells us, sorry, back when you're outside of the country, not as just the hard work and money and everything, but there's also comes with other um comes with a cost, you know. Like let's say Marlboro cigarette was so popular, you know, back in the home. As a kid we grew up, I wanna smoke that Marlboro because the way they, they sell it is just the commercial commercial is like is all oh, lifestyle. Lifestyle, nightclub, discotheque, um, movie, all this fantasy, fancy yeah. life, yeah, which yeah. is uh, uh, as a kid, this is especially when you're not having the opportunity to have those kind of lifestyle, you want it more. It's like what? Sure. I'm gonna go to America. We gotta experience this stuff. So, hmm. I, first two three years, uh, I have to admit it. You know, I had to. I lost my path. You know, and uh, just um, I don't blame other people. It was myself when I made the wrong decision. Sometimes you make a right choice in life. Sometimes you make a wrong choice. When you make a wrong choice, then you pay for it. You know, and then when you made the right choice, you also get rewarded for it. So, uh, as a young kid, I didn't know anybody. It was hard. You know, and. You know, so I lost my path. I have to admit it. I, wrong, wrong group, and um, did few things bad that I shouldn't have. I'm not proud of it, and that's why I, I feel suddenly I realized, no, 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 this is not me. What are you doing? You know, it's good to have a good time. It's good to go party. It's good to go, 
you know, drink and all that. Look at this. This is in my country. You're not even allowed to touch a drink. You're not allowed to do this. So what are you doing to yourself? You know? And so that's a last, another lesson to be learned. You know? And sometimes we let ourselves go. It's okay. It's nothing wrong. But moderation is everything is important. So I did not know moderation because I was young. I was like, American dream. this is American dream. I want a car. I want everything fast. I want this. I want that. So, But I, I'm glad that I met. That's when I, I gave credit to Yuko that I met Yuko and she she made me realize a lot of things. You know, I had to make a turn right away because she knew I'm a I'm a, I'm not this person. That's not real this person is. And the real person she worked hard on me to bring me back to where I was, that hungry, hardworking, disciplined kid that I was hungry came out of Afghanistan from war. So yeah, yeah. I made me realize again, then put me back on track. And then I went back to my Taekwondo. I I lost about a good year and a year and a half of Taekwondo because of and then start training, start working hard. You know, I was working literally some days, I have to admit it, 16, 17, 18 hours. I was sleeping three, four hours and I was going to uh, Taekwondo for one, two hours. Did it to support my family and send money to back home. That's another thing to bring all my family from Afghanistan to India, from India to Germany to be safe. So wow. that wow. was not easy. I had to spend, I had to lend some money from my uncle from Germany and then I had to send. And so we had to do it and then we paid him back eventually thanks to, you know, hard work. So those are the real stories that they had to, and then they had to come similar to me. They don't, there's no legal route for you to just go to that. So they had to pay the agents to get them to that country. And that apparently those agents, they took the money and they took off one oh, point. Wow, we weren't yeah. there. And then so we had to somehow get more money and say, my uncle, please. And my uncle had to get some money for us from the bank. Uh, okay, let's so, go. So have you ever gone back to Afghanistan or anything like that? No, I haven't actually. My kids really love to go, you know, and they always ask me, especially Jasmine. Jasmine is so his daddy, you got to take me back. But I don't want to jeopardize, um, and I'm not saying that not, something's going to happen, but it is not safe to, you know, it's it's not, I still I still don't feel safe for my, I can go, I love to go, I will eventually go, but I don't want to take the chance for my kids. Uh, something happens, you know, especially they're female, they grow up here, they, yeah. they, they don't know how to wear a job, if they go, they have to act certain way, so. Do they um, have, do they have an idea of what it's? I mean, obviously, we see the news, and there's uh, the Americans were pulled out of Afghanistan, and it seems so mm. uh, loud and dangerous, and these yeah. these kinds of things. Um, so I imagine that uh, your daughters get a glimpse and understand that, but, right? But they um, do, they do. But I, I don't know how to describe because they've been um, influenced so much with this here life that they don't even have a chance to really think about because for me one big thing is because my family wasn't here too so that's maybe a big part of it she they grew up with a um, Canadian and Japanese baby style lifestyle and everything yeah they never had that interaction with her, my mom or my my uh, you know uh, my uh, close families so they don't know so much about you know what's going on um, but I did take them to Germany a few times and might take them this year, but okay. they don't have the same connection that I do, you know, and that's unfortunate, but I want them to have it. But one day I will take them to see how life is there. It would be nice for them to see their father homeland. Sure, it would. Yeah. Uh, the Taliban, yeah. though, have taken over. 
pretty much yes taliban's in charge now because well <coughs> as you guys know i mean u.s after 20 years you know um, yeah. doing they left they just left they just abandoned everything and which is i'm not blaming us or anybody you know we i always have to blame ourselves you know you know sometimes like even afghan government ourselves we make the wrong choice right choice but there was a big uh, play by the by the west that interest of us strategically they had to be in that area of the, the region of you know because of the russia they want to have leverage there so politics complicated and i that's why I don't like politics uh, because of the war and politics. Yeah. That's why I'm here and I left that country mm -hmm. and uh, I just want to live. I want to be alive. Yeah. And that's, well, that's why good. that's why I escaped the country. <laughs> but I, I, I can see why it's dangerous for the girls yeah. to go. The girls don't have the yeah. sensibilities. To, Not necessarily. They, they don't know. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, well it, and I can imagine. I mean, uh, I don't know. We're shown a lot, though, here. And sometimes it's hard to know what to believe and what not to believe. And yeah you it, know it, it's picking choice you yeah know, just but it's amazing what? that you leave a, a country um that is war-torn and and it's um you didn't have you know you were you were excited to go to school mm. just university to, yes just university. To hang out with some girls and things like that yeah but um here we can do all that yeah um but people are now uh you know the, they're not having the politics that we have here right uh, and everyone's saying we're turning into a communist country or this right. kind of thing. Right. Do you see that? Do you feel that? Do you? Um, have I any see. I I understand. Like I know some good friends that they talk about it, but personally, I think we're 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 focusing so much in the things that are not working always in life. You know. And I I'm not trying to talk philosophically. I'm not any guru or anything, but I I just. You, you get it. I'm, comparing is not good, also. But think about it. We always look always what's up there, but we never look what's down there. <laughs> this is the problem. There's a countries that literally they don't have anything. There's a people they don't have no health care. There's no food. There's no shelter. There's a, you know. So I look at it this way. You know, we're still there is no war here. There's no bomb. There's no tank, and we have food. We have a roof over our head. We're healthy. You know, this is Canada's one of the G7 richest countries in the in the world. Come on, please. I I so yeah. I'm sorry. I still have a hard time with that. You know, I don't know. Maybe I come from that part of the world. You know, for me, I think but people are just worried. It, I, too I, much. I, see, I, yes, I feel yes, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah worried is, is a state of mind. I mean, I mean, like it's not me. It's Bruce Lee said that. That's a beautiful quote from him. You know, a defeat is a state of mind. I translate that to everything. Everything is a state of mind. If you think this is what it is, this is what it is, is we don't want to live in fear always. And that's the worst way to live. And, and, and I, I refuse to live like that. Even if I don't have pain in my pocket, I'll be, I'm a survivor. So tomorrow, see, nothing is forever. That's why I'm trying to teach my kids. Remember guys, this life that you have, you might not have this tomorrow. Look at pandemic, another big lesson to be learned there. I, I got comfortable in my Taekwondo school. I had about 250 actively training students. And I was doing okay at two schools. And the pandemic hit three years ago. I have to say, I have to be honest, there was down to 30, 40 students. It wow. just went down mm -hmm. like this. So it was a big shock for me. I, I, I was fighting it. I just couldn't accept this. What's happening? Is it real? I have to shut down the school and all that. So it was uh, only took me less than a week. I became more happier after that. Because I, 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 I had to switch it off again. I said, 
okay, this is, it's not just happening to me, this is happening to everybody. Now, yeah. what can we do to learn from this and move on and take care of our health? So that I start training more actually that time because I had more time yeah, for more myself. Time. <laughs> yes, I didn't have to go to class physically to teach. So I said, okay, we do some Zoom class and all that. And the instructor was helping me. So I was doing more training. I was getting in better shape. <laughs> so I feel like I said, okay, this is part of life. So I accept it and I just learned from it, uh, you know, to never, nothing is forever. And um, don't get comfortable. That's another one that I let. Just and just enjoy what you have, because no guarantee tomorrow. You know? So um, yeah. yeah, live for that's 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 one big thing I really learned from this COVID. So, but you lived it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I lived it. Yeah, it was not easy, but you know what? And I'm sorry that a lot of people lost their life. <clears throat> they they affected by it. I'm 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 I feel for them honestly. But what can we do? This is life, you know. Something meant to be happened, happened, you know. And I'm not the one to point finger blaming who did this, what happened. It's just not up to me. So things happen for a reason. And I believe, truly believe in that. And, and so we got to move on. We can't just live in fear always. Did you always have, like when, when you were young and you had this sort of this hopeful American style dream. R right. Were you unique in having that feeling? I understand that a hundred, mm. hundreds of thousands of, of, of people were leaving, mm. but, um, mm. you know, was it unique of you to be thinking this way? And everyone, did you have people telling you that you were crazy? Did everyone want to smoke Marlboro cigarettes? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the disco? Uh, vast majority, I would say, they were like, you see, uh, because you know what happened? The more you stop people from doing something, the more they want it. That's one thing. And I'm trying to change that with my kids i'm not trying to strict things with them so much control them so much because back in afghanistan in the days like everything was limited access to everything so so that's why we wanted things that weren't available we wanted more see what i'm saying so the free mm -hmm. i feel like we wanted that kind of freedom you know to be free do what you want to do you know and that wasn't not uh, easy to express back in those countries in afghanistan we didn't have the choice that freedom and um, so because that was the main reason also, I wanted to just get out of that country. I don't want to be uh, told what to do, what not to do, you know, and that's not how you live. And, and I'm just, I'm young. I want to go live uh, like uh, rest of the world. I want to, I want to do something out with this life. I want to, I want to go somewhere. So uh, that was the fire that I had in me, you know, and I, I still, I still think I have that fire in me, but I think I still have more to give back. Now it's for me, it's more about how I can serve others, you know. It's inspiring for me to see the kids. I love kids, working with the kids. That's, that's, that's why I am in this Taekwondo business for so many years, because they're the one enlightening me, you know, giving me that um, energy, the motivation. They, they're inspiring me every day when I go and I look at their face laughing and smiling and just improving their techniques. I see them, they're becoming more confident. They're talking, yes, sir, and all. I said, wow. Look at you now. You're talking. Give me a high five. That's amazing. So those are those are priceless. You know, I, that to me, I can do this forever. You know, that's that's where my energy comes from. You know, so to to hmm. you know help somebody else that somebody helped me in the process. So I have to give back and giving back to the community is a great feeling. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, for me that's that's very important. And just for anybody listening, what's what what community are you living in, and what's the name of your karate, uh, um, school? It's MFTK Martial Arts. 
MFTK? Yes, sir. It's in um, young. I used to be in Young and Eglinton area. It's with Midtown, Toronto. Uh, now I'm in uh, moved a little bit east, Bayview. I don't know if you're familiar on those neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bayview in Eglinton. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's just right between Bayview and uh, Young Street on Eglinton. Okay. Um, you've been to my place one time. You yes, know, we, yes. We were I showing that. that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. I've heard yeah, that. That place. Yes, yes. Okay. It's still there. Still there. Oh, right on. Um, so I live in uh, North York with myself, which is close to um, Finch and um, Highway 404 area. Okay. Um, but uh, I love that community of Young Eglinton. Uh, Taekwondo has been there for almost 24 years now. 98, I opened the school. That's one. Uh, yeah. That neighborhood, there's a lot of kids grow up with me, and sometimes I don't recognize them. They went to university. They they don't train now. They just sometimes I walk around the street and or grocery shops. They bow. Takon sir, I said. I said, oh yes, sir. And then it's so uh, amazing that I mean, it surprised me. I said, oh, you don't have to bow. You know, come on, give me a high five. So uh, it's but, amazing, but very I'm... respectful. So the foundation has been already built. You know, once sure. you're old school martial artist, you have that that in you. You know, nobody can take it away from you because. It's in you, right? Like I tell the students sometimes when I give them their belt or black belt, I says, remember, this is just the color of the belt. And um, well, you, if you beca- I truly believe you become black belt from inside. So whatever size, some, you lose your belt tomorrow, but you still, I believe you're a black belt because you truly have it in you. Nobody can steal that belt from you. Um, so once you believe that, then the belt doesn't mean anything. So as long as you believe. I remember I was, I didn't even know, I think it was in a restaurant or a bar and I was at the urinal peeing. When a guy stepped up beside me from that I knew back in high school, and he said to me, he said, yeah, Butcher, hey, wow, good to see you. Hey, uh, are you still in karate? And I said, no. No, I'm not. No, I, I'm peeing. <laughs> yeah. I said, karate's in me. Right, 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 right. Yes, sir. Mm, that's know, the best way it, to say it. Yeah. Yeah, karate's in me. Yeah, I'm, it's part of you. Yeah. You become one. Yeah, it's not yeah. what I do. Yes, sir. It's what I am. No, it might be the <clears throat> most inspiring <throat> urinal talk. Well, it's one of them. I have several. There's nothing like striking up a conversation <laughs> with a guy, you know, peeing beside you. <laughs> <laughs> but all the school, I'm sure, Master, Master Randy, I'm sure, experienced that, you know, back then, martial arts was totally different. 90% was mental, 90% was um, discipline. And, and hard work, it was not, now is, we have to reverse it. I'm sorry, I'm not saying, it's culture is changing, we have to adapt, you know, like uh, I love that sentence somebody said, a PCP, you know, back in the days, uh, the master and teacher gave you pain, means beat you up first, and then C, correction, and then P again, beat you, you know, uh, pain again. Now they, they translate that PCP same way, but this is praise, correction, praise. Oh, you see now, so wow. I just wrote that down because yeah, that's brilliant. It, it is, it is brilliant because I love that because now we cannot give them pain, we cannot beat them or you know, and then correct their technique. Oh, now you do the psychic like this or something. Else. But now we have to praise them nicely. Our approaching is uh, key. It's just because they're very sensitive, you know. And I'm learning too, to be honest with you. See, for me now, I'm not just teaching. I'm learning new language to you know. To, how to communicate with these kids, you know, so they don't get offended because they're very sensitive, you know, they get, uh, if you give them, they give me 10 push-ups, that that is gone. But that's, but is that, that's like not a good thing, is it? No. No, no it, to some degree. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, punishing kids are uh, good, but, you know, but, but I think it's, they have to know that we care and we love them. That, that's one thing they need to know because if sure. they don't, sure. that's the most important one. Then even if you really discipline them, they know they do it for a reason. There's a reason behind it. Uh, 
Yeah. My head's swimming now with so many things. Um, yeah, so sorry. No, no. Maybe I said so much. No, 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 it's good. Um, <laughs> I'm getting excited. Too much. See, you're talking you're see, too no, much. No, 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 I, you, you made me then. You know, it's, it's all your fault. <laughs> see, now we're, now we're on this because it's important. Um, I love that you said they have to know that you love them and you care about them. Right. And that's the truth. That's the truth. But in in that, you, we want to teach what's right. What's right, yes, sir. And, but to do it, oh, this praise, yes, correct praise yeah. thing, that's crazy. Because I learned, yeah. I grew up doing pain. Right. Um, um, I used to give, I would say to the class, you know, uh, everybody 50 push-ups. And right. then they would start to do their push-ups. And then I'd say, okay, last one done. Right. 50 more. And then the whole class starts going really fast. And I say, oh, and by the way, the first one done, 50 more. Oh. Yeah. So then you start to see them slow down. Because right. nobody wants to be last, but nobody wants to be first. Mm. But then you'll have maybe two guys, two girls in the class, still continuing to go fast to be done first. And right. That's the champion. Mm. That's the one you know mm. has the heart. Mm -hmm. The one that wants to finish first. Just and, right. I, and I just tell them it's just my contribution to making you stronger because I do love you. Wow. It's, it's important. That's, that's amazing. No, you're right. But, but today, again, mm. things have changed so mm. drastically um, in the way that martial arts is taught. Right. Um, you can't hit a student. You know, you like, oh my God. Mm. Yeah. I, and I mean, mm. define hit. Mm. Hit him. <laughs> uh, put a gear on the spot with him. Yeah. Man, I, I would throw, I'd drop people. Drop, yeah. You know, they, they're going to slip in. The funny thing is. We've is been dropped, yeah. The only time. Yeah, many big times, time. Many times. Big yeah. time. The only time I got hurt is when I sparred with someone with less skill because I can't kick or punch as fast mm. and as hard as I can. Right. But I have to allow you, mm. the student, to punch and kick as hard as you can. Right, hmm. right. And in so doing, I get injured by just screw, you know, like yeah, going sure. half-hearted. Half right. Uh, but then there's a few that don't understand a few things, and then you had to slip a sidekick up underneath their elbow and drop them. <laughs> yes, yes. You had to all the school discipline them sometimes. He closed the door. <laughs> he says, yeah, uh, goes a pain. It, it, it has happened. It has happened with us too. You know, when I opened a school, I had some guys came and they have challenges because that's that's how it is, you know. So you're Taekwondo master, you're tough. But back in the days I was younger too and, and I was training really hard. You know, I loved I loved everything. When I opened a school, I have to tell you the first five years, you would not see me anywhere. I abandoned that stun business i did not go to pursue my career as a stun guy to just i was so excited about martial arts business because i was there 10 o'clock in the morning i was going home 10 o'clock at night i was training two hours day daytime by myself go take my lunch come back take some nap and teach noon class and then take a little bit of a little bit of stretching training and then at night when the student come train with him two hours I, that was my routine monday to friday every day and saturday daytime all day I loved every minute of it. It wasn't like for me anything. It's just like I said, this is dream life because I, I'm living the dream. <laughs> Don't yeah, you get it? Beautiful. I'm doing Taekwondo for a living. And now this is, I'm getting better every day. I'm f developing my own skills at the same time. So it, it was like that. And it's just in some guys sometimes come and I wasn't in good shape, best shape that time, you know, and I get challenged. So sometimes we do take them to the sparring class. I said, okay, you put the gear on. You hit me, I hit you. Let's see what happens, you know. 
It, because the good thing is about us, old school, we know how to take hit. And there's the thing, it's not, I'm a smaller guy, but you know, my body throughout the years developed that to be able to take that hit, not to, but lots of these guys, they're strong, but they don't, they don't know how to take hit. So that's the difference. And that's one of the reasons sometimes I says, that's where my confidence developed because I said, okay, that's okay. You know, I'm not here to brag about myself or be cocky or try to show, but I'm confident because I work hard for this. And I'm, I'm, I'm your teacher because I chose, I'm here, I'm your teacher, you're my student, you come to learn from me. So then what is it that bothering you then? What is it that I cannot satisfy you with? What would you like me to satisfy with? If you want to fight with me, please go ahead. If you, but that was not, that was, I'm talking a long time ago, back in the days. But this is how you get challenged by some people come. Not everybody, but you do get some guys who they have that, they know everything and they have that, not the right attitude, I should say, you know, we call it. So attitude is important in martial arts, you know, humility, attitude, those things. If you don't have that, I'd rather not to teach you why you're here for. So at the end of the day, you have to have the right attitude, you know. It doesn't matter, it doesn't impress me if you kick the ceiling, it's great, but you know what? If you have a bad attitude, you know, you're just disrespecting everybody in the school, I don't think you're in the right place then. There's See, that goes back to <clears throat> what you said earlier about the black belt that's inside you. Yes, sir. That person isn't. The person that, that, yes, yes, yes. I know exactly yeah, what you yeah, mean. Yeah, they're just for the temporary reason to learn some skill and go beat somebody up or bully somebody. And and that's, I'm not going to teach those students. You know? Unless, like, again, we come back to discipline. I really push students who've been with me for a longer time, seven, eight years, 10 years. Those are the students that I know that they really, truly love the art. It's in them now. So they're the, the guys that you can push them a little bit. You can give them some push-ups, okay, because you know they can take it. Yes, yes. It's mm -hmm. it's the other kids, the new ones. The that, new ones, That yeah. haven't yet developed that. No. That you can't do that to, and the parents get upset. They go home and say, well, you know, I got punched in the nose. Um, and then you get sued. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes. Oh that's a, but that's why we gave them time, you know. So it's, I think the process, <laughs> it will eventually teach them when yeah. they see other kids who's been there around for a long time. So I think that helps also the process. I let them see the environment. I suppose I be on them all the time or my other coach be on them all the time. So I let them to see what this place is all about, what they represent. They represent integrity, honesty, discipline, respect, you know, a life skill, all of these black belt excellence. So they see that they start changing slowly, slowly, but then they come, oh, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. So I said, okay, I didn't do that, but she, he or she did it by herself. So that means the system is working. The instructors, mm -hmm. are, I always tell the, the black belts, you guys are the example, role model. You're the front of the line. Whatever you do, they do. You know, anything. Yeah. You act, you tall, you're confident. If you talk respectfully, say, hi, ma'am, hi, sir, all of these things, thank you, sir, they will learn from you. But those color belt, new and they're new. Anything you do, they copy you. So be careful. Now you're black belt. Now, do some, do wow. some of your students, do they understand your history and your story? Mm, maybe a few of them. No, I don't, I don't open up with my students as much. I a little bit here and there, but with my core team, I have some leadership team, the one who are helping my school teaching. They've been with me for many years. They're great guys, great people. Oh, my goodness. That's, if I can, can go on forever for Taekwondo, that's why I have the freedom to go travel anywhere. These guys are... You know, they're not even there for money, you know, honestly. It's like, it's, they're my staff, they're, they get paid. But to be quite honest with you, the relationship that we develop, 
it's all about the relationship you know everything in life it doesn't matter what business you're if you have a good relationship connection with your boss or employee or that's that's it you don't have to watch them over you don't have to worry that they're gonna do right thing wrong time money can take them so far but the relationship can take them beyond what can you ask you don't have to ask they will do it for you they will take care of the business so these are the people there that really really taking care of the school and i'm grateful like that. for that pardon me you're like that in what way what do you mean this 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 way when you're on set and this this is how it's, this is what it's like oh relationship yeah relationship. well randy's already proving it think about it that's a great test that that kingston was the great example of that how, how can you not say that you know i'm sorry i didn't i talk all about me but no, no to be that, quite honest with you <laughs> I, no, I, I just, we're here I, to talk about but randy you. amazing you know i have to i hear <clears throat> I, I hear also about you guys that one thing i that most stands out about you two is authentic you guys are so authentic and and the relationship mm -hmm. that you two have is inspiring me all the time yeah. father and son so uh, you know i hear nothing but good things about you guys and wow i gotta tell you that well i don't i don't fully that. believe that but i love well you, you gotta believe it, it. Maybe uh, I, I just want him to say it again <laughs> or, 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 or maybe me i'm hanging around with the people that will believe it <laughs> no, <laughs> believe thank in you guys. but no i That's awesome i truly believe yeah well you, thank you you guys are amazing and both of you hired me. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> I hope I did a good job. Absolutely. Okay, Shaq's on the top of the list. Uh, I mean, I like Laco better, but... Oh, oh, I know. You know, actually, I told Laco, I said, listen, since you start working, I feel like I'm getting less called out. What is this? Maybe these coordinator says, okay, so we hired his daughter. Now, uh, Shaq should be okay now. He's, he's not going to get pissed <laughs> off if we don't hire him. But uh, yeah, she gets more work. I said, but, uh, I said, I'm not jealous. I'm happy for you. And so just go get it because you, yeah. you're hungry, you're young, and um, she's, she's a good, good girl. I'm happy with all of them, but Leiko is the one yeah, she, really, really, really mature. She's she's very mature girl. She present herself also very mature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she does. She's awesome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, but now, your your students. I mean, they, I feel like they should understand where you come from, and what, and be, only because you are an example of everything you were teaching. I think this this video will teach them now. I think this uh, you, is it. You should show it every. <laughs> I'm gonna show it to everybody. That's and, it. And, and you should ask them to subscribe <laughs> and and like and comment. No, I'm I have kidding. to see it first. <laughs> yeah, well, How my hair look? <laughs> True. <laughs> but uh, no, no, absolutely no. It's uh, actually you're right. You know, I I'm a little bit more private uh, in my personal life. This is the first time. Actually, this is the first time big one that I'm opening up so much to to bigger audience. Uh, to the stunt community, I don't know where it, uh, yeah. it goes. It doesn't matter because I respect you, I respect Randy, and I have a great relationship with you guys. You guys have been so good to me, and I'm, I'm, I'm. There's nothing to hide for me. So I think it's time. Uh, you're right. You know, one day I think my students should know. Most of them, I will definitely let them know um, because it's a good life lesson for them as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's amazing how you have you when you go through hard times how positive you can come out you know it uh, i mean like uh randy said earlier is we take uh what we take for granted especially over yeah. here um it's easy for kids to get sensitive and to mm -hmm. and to to sort of or or the generations um without offending anybody quote unquote get weakened right throughout right. time right. you know um 
even in my own generation, I can see it in, in me versus my dad. Right. And I don't consider myself a weak person. Right. Um, but um, but it is amazing how, how easy it is to see this. Right. Especially over right. here. Right. And it would be it would be incredible of for your children to visit your country or to hear right. more stories from their grandmother on your side. Right. Um, right. To understand, you know, uh, what has happened in other parts right. of the world. Right. You know? 100%. 100%. Travel is the big thing for um, kids to go. I mean, families, so like India, for example, like people sleeping in the street. You know, actually, Afghanistan, we, we were poor, but we weren't to that degree because India population overpopulated. And when I arrived in India, the first thing in the morning, I see there was literally so many people sleeping in the street. So I feel like I said, what is this? Is this humans who sleep? Honestly, for me, that hit me. It wasn't the best. And then I said, wow, there's a lot of people. They don't have home. They just literally, they, that's their home. They born there and they die. Um, so people need to see that. You know, these kids here these days, they need to see something like that. And when I one time went to vacation in Cuba or this place, I don't know, with my kids, I see kids running behind the car to get some change. I told Jasmine, says, look at this, what's happening? And I said, please start learning to have a little compassion because that's what it, that in the day, that's what it's all about. Don't think about yourself all the time because you know what? If you think about yourself, you're going to be alone always. Mm. Start thinking about bigger, more people out there. There's a lot of people who need you, who need us. So how, what can you do to make a little small impact? You know, what you can do, you know? And so... But you know what? Sometimes you say it here, he goes there. You know, the kids is yeah. school that, okay, I have my latest iPhone or whatever. Just They've been bombarded with this information that they don't have a chance to really see people. They don't have food for weeks. And here we are complaining all the time about, oh, today I don't want to eat this. I want to eat that. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so my wife is on that side with me, you know, and she's very, when she cooks food, we says, the youngest one sometimes picky and says, we made food, you eat it. You don't eat it, she's going to take the food away. I said, okay. When you're hungry, you're going to eat it. So we need to teach them a lesson because this is all, you don't complain about food. <laughs> it's not right, you know. And, and if you like myself or my wife or somebody, we took the time to make that food for you, then you have to be appreciative of that food and just say thank you and just eat it, even if you don't like it. That's how it is. But if you want, yeah. if you don't like it, then go make your own food. And I, at the end of the day, I guess. Makes sense. So it makes sense because, they, yeah, you're right. You know, these kids, they, they have to learn about appreciation, honesty. It is important because we have more than what we can even use it. You know, we have too much, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah, true. We have, we, Honest, have, we have so much. We so we, much. We don't even need it. We don't even remember what the foundation feels like. Yes. You know, and food uh, is yeah. part of the foundation. Shelter is part of a foundation you know that's that's what you begin with and those are the things that sort of drop by the wayside as you gain more and more and more of these other luxuries no for sure that makes sense i i i short story i know i said i experienced hunger but one day me and my cousin were in india um there was a lot of our roommates were you know like 15 of us living these guys you know some of the guys they have their own things so we were waiting for our paycheck was finished so usually we get like about 400 rupees which is i don't know what the indian money that is just, it's literally it will last you about two three weeks of your month two weeks maybe the most you have to pay rent from that you have to go buy grocery you have to cook and everything but the end of last two weeks last week you don't have nothing so you're just waiting for miracle to happen 
either some a little bit money comes from somewhere or something. It's, this is how we lived. And, 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 and just one day I said, okay, so we don't have no food, nothing. Me and my cousin, he's the same age as me. He lives in San Francisco now. He's, we, we grew up together, very, very uh, same, uh, two months different age. So he said, let's go for a walk. We're going to walk. We just forget about food. We walk, we walk, we walk for, I don't know, we walk for 10 hours, 20 hours. I said, just, just forget it. There's no food, so it's okay. We just come back home. We come home, you're not going to believe it. There's big tray of food with, with, um, with fruits and everything. I said, who brought this? There was one of our Indian friends. He was like well-knowing politicians. He was in the neighborhood of India. He, was, he loved Afghan people because he always... Because Afghani people, he said, you know, you guys went through war. And every time he come, once in a while he visit people. He's, he was friend. His name was, we knew him by the name. And then he apparently dropped by there. He brought some food for all of us. Can you believe it? I had no idea this happening. So that was like, when there we jump on it, said, this is crazy. We start eating that. And that tastes so good. I said, there you go. We have food now. <laughs> so it was the day, just the moment. See, we're, we're thinking too much about tomorrow, what's going to happen. We, that's what gives you anxiety, worriness, on it, planning. Sometimes plan change. You just, you just live a moment. Right now, my best moment is sitting with you two. It's a, that's what I see, it, and I'm really enjoying this. So I want to make the best out of this moment. I don't know when I'm going to go home, what's going to happen. So that's a different story. So deal with it then. So that, that's the story of food. So they have to, they never experience hunger, these kids. They never mm. experience not to have. They have so much that they don't even appreciate anymore. They don't think this is entitled. They feel like, okay, everything has been given to me. So why do I have to worry? Why do I have to go work? Why do I have to go mop the place or, or do this, do that? I did it all. I came here. I wash dishes. I car wash. I pizza delivery, pizza pickup, make pizza. I did all of those things to, to send money to my family to get them out of that war country. I did it all because I didn't know anybody, but I was having fun with it doing it. When I was doing my taekwondo at the same time, like I said, 18 hours of work, but I was doing that. But look, I am now here, I'm, you know, but I, I work hard for everything I did, you know, so, and thanks to the, the country that gave me the, the chance and the opportunity to be here and accept me as a Canadian citizen now. There you go. How can I not be happy about that? Sir? <laughs> this is, you see, we don't appreciate small things and how we can get more things. I, I believe I'm not bringing religion, but my religion, we believe God gave you this gift of life. If you don't take care of this life, this, this gift, they will take that away from me too. So that's how I see it. You know? And being alive is a gift. So I want to make sure I maximize this life to the, to, to, to the fullest I, ca I can possibly. And so, and then... Yeah, that's my philosophy. Living like that, I love living. I love listening to you. Yeah, I'm speechless. <laughs> no. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's it's just it's it's, it's like it's how I live. I I'm, I'm, I love humility. I love uh, I, I love to find a way how I can be able to be service to some some people. You know, but, I can help. But see, you've yeah. lived the yin yang of life. Yes, sir. Where the kids today, Andrew, myself have never actually lived that right you don't have right. you have a perspective that we have never had right um even, even your wife i mean she comes from japan which is a, a beautiful country mm -hmm. you two obviously grew up differently absolutely yeah culture yeah. different yes everything different yeah yeah no for sure she's she's uh she japan is civilized nation is mm -hmm. richest country and hardworking people and one thing but 
I, I learned from my wife, she said that Japan is a rich country, but poor people. No, never forget that. The people of Japan always work hardest of all. And so it's true because they work hard to become rich. They, didn't, they weren't rich to become poor, right? So there's the other end. So the Japanese people are the most hardworking people in the planet, according to everybody. They, 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 some of these guys, they work in the company, they literally die because mm, of work. So true. that's how much they work. Um, so, but yeah, she understood me. Mm. She just, she understood, she, lo- uh, she, she understood my pain that I, as a young kid, she was, there was a time that she was crying and says, it wasn't fair what happened to you in, in life in that wow. young age. You see, for people, it's sad that what happened to us, which is in degree it's sad. But for me, actually, if that wouldn't happen, I wouldn't be who I am today. I would See, probably that, that's the thing yeah. and that's what we're missing <laughs> but no, yeah, but not not everybody is like that not everybody thinks that way Shaq. that's you, in some degree yes sir, well yeah. no because mm-hmm. you you've lived the positive side of that mm-hmm. where someone else that went through a similar trial mm. would if they went to the negative side they've either committed suicide or, or just gave up yeah get into drug or alcohol uh, or anything. Absolutely. yes yes absolutely I loved life that's the difference between me, maybe. I, I always love, I'm so excited about life. I love living, you know? And as you can see, I, I just don't know. I'm, sometimes I post in the Facebook stuff, but I get bored, I do it. But I, I love life. So when you love, you're, you're passionate about life. You, you love, you just want to, your energy is unstoppable. Yeah. And that's how I, I, I want to make sure every day is count. And this is how I want to live. It doesn't have to be I have to have all the old money or anything. What can I do what I have to be peaceful and happy and, and filling and being around people? And, and it's, the energy is contagious. I just want to be that person. I don't want to change that for anything <laughs> because uh, that's who I am. So I, I think maybe that's uh, it. Maybe I, I love life too much. <laughs> no, no, it's I don't so want to good. Do it. <laughs> and, and, and it it's is good. infectious. Yeah, I, I yeah. feel it right now. Yeah. The energy is incredible yeah. in here right now. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Does, yeah. Is your wife a martial artist at all? As you go, she no, actually, she did training with me when she met me for uh, when I opened a school. Yeah, she trained for about a year. Yeah, and she made it up to her purple belt. Yeah, and then after that, um, Leiko take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she 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 become yeah with Leiko, and then after that, she never come back. Yeah. but she's a very um, good in like. Japanese people are very good with eating. She has a good diet. Her eating habits, she eat less. So those are the things I, I learned a lot of stuff from that because that's the key for her, uh, you, you know, looking young and healthy. And I think it's also the Asian gene. They, they, they look very younger than their age. Absolutely. But uh, eating is key thing, you know, and for her, she's really watching her eating a lot. And um, she's a very disciplined. She loves working. She loves, she's the opposite of me. She loves hard, she's, she's a hardworking person. She's the opposite of me. I don't work hard, sir, now. I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, actually, I'm not saying work smart, but I'm trying to delegate my team to the work of my business so I can have the freedom to go do more other things. Like uh, ride that beautiful red motorcycle. Uh, that, that's nice too. Yes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I enjoy riding motorcycle. I love motorcycle. Yeah. It gives me different. I'm, you guys have that feeling. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, when that wind blows, you know, that yeah, that feeling, you can't replace that. A hundred percent. Yeah, I love that. Right? I, I, wonder, I, have to, I have to get that. You have an Ollie? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love to get an Ollie, sir. That's my goal. 
that's my ultimate dream yeah, motorcycle. But, you know, like, but I'll tell you straight up, two wheels is two wheels. Man. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yes. Yeah. End of the day, yeah. Now, you mentioned it's just you, the name. you yeah. had a sport bike. I, I don't understand sport mm. bikes personally. Mm. Um, I mean, I've ridden them, but I just can't seem to get comfortable. Like, I can't, like, I'm, I don't know if I'm putting too much pressure on my forearms. I, I have no idea. Because your weight's going forward. Yeah, yes, your hands yeah. get tired. But the, as a cruiser, you're just more relaxed. Yeah, I yeah. sit back yeah. in my Harley and yeah. I just say, take me to the beach. I close my eyes, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like a, the best. It's like a coach. <clears throat> yes. I mean, a sport bike. I, I, I ride a Harley as well. but yeah. the I, And I, I like the Harley thing. I also like old muscle cars and stuff. And to me... A Harley yeah. kind of gives like the vibe of the muscle car right. vibe, but on two wheels. Um, I mean, still sport bikes. I mean, it's different. It's good to have both. Yeah, I mean, I like fast to have is both. Good too. Sometimes Fly, you feel that fast is good. I I love it. You, like, you, I'm not. You, you know. can have both Harley and a sport bike. I I gotta I talk like to, to my both. lady later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have both. Yeah. Actually, I want to. Sh- uh, if you don't mind, I shoot out to a couple of people. Yeah. That I uh, been big part of my journey success is the sure. three people. I mean, there's a lot of them, but these three people are um, Tiger twins. I don't know if you guys heard about them. Yes, Tiger twins are um, they're, they're they're the one in living in New Jersey, New York originally, and Tommy Chang also another one. Yeah, um, these are the uh, great guys that I met in martial arts, my martial arts career. So they were a big influence to my success in terms of um, martial arts and even film business because film business was I, I, we didn't get into the stand business how we got it started, but I maybe I fast forwarding, but Tiger twins were the one that. Really, we got the first break, major break that I get in movie Exit One with uh, Steven Seagal. That that was my first oh, really? major. That was... Yeah, that was a that was a crazy one because I did some small work here and there with um, independent and stuff like that, but no such thing as like all of a sudden this Exit One happened year two thousand, I believe two thousand one, and um, so we uh, went to Steven Seagal's house. He was somewhere in Bayview, and we Tiger Twin. We went there. He was just want to check us out, see if he can like some of the guys. He throw us around the grass. He say, and then he said, "Okay, he's like I like him, I like him, you know." So he pick pick us up, and for this was one fight there. Oh wow! And then um, so that was I was uh, for me that's huge, you know. And for me, to, Steven Seagal looking at me, you know, I was a little nervous too because you know I'm a younger guy and I never been in the film business. So this guy's huge. I I, I watch his movies, you know, all those movies, you know. Sure. Uh, so I, this guy's ponytail is like he's killing everybody he said oh, so <laughs> now it's steven seagal i mean so we're working with him so that that was good that was a good and then that was my first one major one future film and i did and the fight came out so get good pay you know the pay was so bad i look at the i said this is good business to me <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah so that's uh, i wanted to acknowledge uh, them uh, if it wouldn't be them it wouldn't happen uh, in martial arts you know they helped me a lot too in terms of their knowledge uh, Tiger Twins has been around for many, many years. These guys have been in the film and television for a long time. They were way before us they, in Los Angeles. They were working with Chuck Norris, Walker, Texas Rangers, some of those movies with Wesley Snipe and all that. So I became best friend with those guys and we opened a school together with Tommy Chang and all these guys. So, so that was, I wanted to make sure that I acknowledge that. So if they hear that, they, they know yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure I, they I always, I'm sure they for will. me, I always uh, uh, appreciate people who come to my life and, um, 
give it to because of that I'm here where I am otherwise it wouldn't happen I didn't do it all alone are they still in the film business the Tiger Twins um, yes and no they're just doing other things they're not as much as should be but they're trying to think about acting more more thinking about acting um, I'm, I'm, they work for you I think uh, they, I don't, you know, I don't these know. guys I, came to Toronto for at least good four or five years we, yeah. we, we ran a school together me and him and they're tall yeah I've met them yeah yeah they're uh, so they were great martial artists because of their father Tiger Kim legendary Tiger Kim brought Taekwondo to the United States so that's how they they were really really well well uh, the technique hands down I, amazing so that's why I said sometimes we spar with these guys mm -hmm. they're tall I had no chance. Always my arm was falling. <laughs> Literally for weeks, sometimes I couldn't move it. I said, what's happening? But I was, you know, I'm a fighter. I just have to keep coming. Get hit, come back. Get hit, come back. But I had those experiences with them. You know, it was That's a beautiful awesome. experience. Cool, yeah. man. Just wanted to uh, acknowledge that. And, 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 and Tommy, do you still? Oh, Tommy is still, yeah, he's great. We're, <clears throat> we're a good friend. Me and Tommy, we, we started the Taekwondo together. He's, uh, but he couldn't do, he had to run his own school. He's always been really big uh, um, motivational uh, friend uh, and partner in my life. Always, always, you know, I love his energy. He's incredible as you know him. You know, yeah, I've known him for years. Go, 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 yeah. go. His, so. his son uh, worked with Laco on when, when Laco came out and worked for yes, him. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, that's correct. There as yeah, well. yeah, yeah, his sons, they're very much the same age. So we, we, we have come a long way. We know each other for a long time, mm -hmm. you know, in um, our not so great days too. So we, we know, you know, we've been... We've been sure. through some rough time in Canada, which is fine. But that's what, you know, we're, we're doing good. And, and he's a, he has a great family, beautiful kids. And um, so I'm happy to have those people in my life. It's Amazing. Yeah. And then, of course, Stan community, I have to. That's another big thank you to Stan community that I didn't start young as a Stan man. You know, I started when 30 years old. Right, yeah, thirty thirty one yeah. is yeah. you know so thirty thirty one people stop slowing down. They're doing coordinating or something. <laughs> I just start performing. So, yeah. uh, but uh, <clears throat> but I, but martial arts keep me in shape. So I didn't never feel like I'm old. I always keep going, and I'm still if you make sure hire me, sir. Still I can fall the ground. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can still hit the ground. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I I I thank to the stunt community and yourself and all of you that um, embrace me and open the door for me and give me the chance. The opportunity again for to to be who I am today and, and living my dream life. This is dream life for me. I don't want no more. See, I'm not a greedy person, is but I I'm satisfied. I want to be satisfied. But if things come, I'm not gonna say no to it. But this is beautiful. I have my health. I have my family. I am living in the greatest country in the world. I'm alive, and I'm living my dream life to the movie film and television. What else do I want? And I'm coaching people. Wow. So this is great for me. I'm thankful to that and I'm humbled to that. And and you got to work with Steven Seagal, which is... There you, yes, sir. <laughs> and, and I get to meet the Jackie Chan, my my, my <clears throat> all-time... After Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan was my ideal uh, guy always. You yeah. know, so meeting all these celebrities is another thing that is so awesome. You know, this for, is fun, huh? It this is, is fun. fun. I really enjoy being on set. I love... Uh, I love to be in on set because it's 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 different. It's just and I just want to be there and, and watch, learn how they do things. It really it's amazing. Is so fun. So, so much cool. to learn. Yeah, so much. Uh, I love this. Yeah. So it works out perfect with my other job as a martial artist and being in stuntman. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially because you're the boss man at the. At the, at the I, studio, I, I'm too. I'm a friend, sir. I'm not a boss. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody see me as a boss. <laughs> I tell him, no, no, please don't don't look at me. I'm I'm just we're buddies. 
you know. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't like being like that. No, no, that's not me, sir. No, you're and, very inspiring. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, you got a beautiful way to. Thank you. Thank you. I make yeah. it look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I an actor. You remember? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah no. true. True. <laughs> I wish I was an actor. No, that's one thing I don't know if I can do. But you know, uh, Tiger Twin actually, one of them, James Kim, is he's uh, we call him Master Kim. He always says, he is the one always for past ten years says, Ahmed, I want you to go do acting because you have a good look for acting and you should take some courses. Go yeah. do that. It stands good, but it stands not gonna. You're not gonna do it too long. You're gonna injure yourself, all that. But I always say no because I, I, acting. Then I always, but but after a few lines here and there, I just said maybe I should consider. You <laughs> should. Know. You should. It's uh, taking some course. Nothing. It doesn't hurt. Yes, not, not at all. Yeah. All stunt yeah. people should. Yes. You'd be surprised. Right. Most stunt guys won't mm -hmm. or don't, mm -hmm. and they should. Right. Because then when they don't, they're just that solid Steph. rocks uh guard or cop and goes yeah like, <laughs> yes, like every, everybody should learn i feel that you're right because you play you play yourself more mm. an nd character more mm. than you do double right or so you when you play an nd character right nondescript character you should be able to at least uh emote something you know yeah like, a little bit of acting no yeah, absolutely 100%. no i feel that when they gave me line you know in the robocop when they gave me that actually it wasn't even farsi line i had a tough time with it because they had to just i had to say it with like that kind of you know i'm ready to die or something that was a sentence it's just uh we're going to die something like conviction conviction yes yeah, so i had to make myself that, that it's not it wasn't that easy and so i somehow I pull it off but uh uh, so mixing up you're right you know it's it's important to just take some lesson and just have that and yeah. it helps you know it makes your job easier as a stuntman you know you, sometimes you might get a line and fight with a yeah. you never know yeah, no, maybe no, next no, time better, Andrew better is an actor beat me up and then maybe I'll be uh, uh, say my <laughs> yeah. lines I'll, I might uh, say something like uh, my language you know <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be cool <laughs> is there um, you're talking about Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan are there any Afghan Martial artist, movie guys. Better than me. You better than <laughs> you. Okay, there's your answer right there. Yeah, yeah. No. So that's why the the world needs to see your face. Yes, and sir. Inspire I, other Afghani boys. Hey, see, I'm the first you know, uh, uh, Hollywood guy here. There you go. <laughs> I don't. To be personally, I I know some Afghan actors. Okay. There's a few of them. One I have in my Instagram is in uh, sorry. He was from Vancouver, but he's in Los Angeles somewhere. There's a lot of some Persians, Iranians, but I don't know personally in Hollywood, Afghani mm -hmm. action star um, or any, not, not personally, I don't know, but I know actors, there's some actors, but not the action, like uh, martial arts action star. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Any, do, you yeah, do, you have, do you have an agent? At all for I acting? don't. I used to have, but I told her uh, that was my daughter's uh, agent, same agent. Mm -hmm. I told him if there's more than one sentence, do not call me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's why he never called me. Uh, yeah. So, but that, <laughs> that's why I said acting. I said to him, no, please don't call me. I have uh, more than one line. But um, I have to take some courses. See, I don't want to. I, I like. I like the philosophy of promise less, give more. I love that sentence because. I want to be underdog. I want to. I want to perform. If I something, I want to say I'm this, I'm that. But if I cannot deliver it, I want to be authentic. I don't of want to course. say I'm an actor and I go there and I just, 
I, I had to turn down actually after the I had to turn down the script. It was thirty page script, and I I was because my wife said just just put it there. I took a picture. It was uh, in San Francisco. They were uh, they're Afghani directors. They wanted somebody for one week to be head of Taliban's head of Taliban's with a beard. And they I took one picture. I said okay, this, I'm just gonna uh, apply it. I don't know why I did it. And I I didn't know that they're gonna give me the that much script and. Uh, so he wow. he looked at my picture. I just I just took a headshot. I told him I have to take it in front of the send it. And then they respond to me. They said uh, you can be the head, one of the main character. And then he, they send the script. I I to be honest with you, I didn't feel comfortable. I just said I don't want to go there, and being told you know you underperform. And it's me. I I'm always like I want to tell my student you just have to promise let's give more. That's you gotta keep that going. I cannot do that. Now I'm, I'm lying to myself, lying to them. I, I'm going to go there. Then they're going to have to hire somebody to coach me. I don't want to be that person under that pressure. Money sounds great for 10 days. Being in California, that's amazing. So I said, I had to say, sorry. Unfortunately, uh, I'm, cannot, I'm not the right person for that role. And um, you know, to order some, hire somebody else. And, and that's, that was authentic. It's not because I was scared. Yes, I was scared, but I want to be, re I want to deliver what they hire me for. They That's pay your me. integrity. That's my integrity, exactly. I'm a martial artist. I don't want to just go take the money and it says, okay, I can trick it, I can fool it, they oh, make mistake, or yeah, cut, that, cut. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. So yeah, I had to turn it down, but that's why it's important for me to take, uh, like Randy said, take some courses. I will take that, I would consider that actually it's important. Yeah, because that, those courses will make you comfortable with Absolutely. 30 pages. Right. Yeah, no, that 30 page, and it had to be dull, it had to be my language as well as English. So we had to do it in both. And um, my Farsi is good, but some of the, it, when they come to the script, it's different. So I look I, at I it. I couldn't have done that either. I look yeah. at it, I said, oh boy. <laughs> what the, yeah, so this. Not with that beard. No, it's no. a different kind of beard. It's a different one. Yeah, gotta love that beard and massage. No, this is looks, this is coming off in a week. I gotta. I'm doing. Oh, a, oh you're doing a show? Okay, yeah. okay. But Come, comes and goes. But it grows fast. Yeah, fast yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not fast enough to do a podcast without it, because we'll be back with a clean-shaven <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah, my. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you 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 know everything about me now, sir. Well, Anything pretty, that you don't pretty know. close. Anything, I'm, I'm okay. trying to think, you know. I'm, I'm a little bit curious still yeah. as to just your your life uh, in Afghanistan as a young man. Just what, what it was like. Uh, you know, how um, your daughters are living here mm -hmm. and their experiences are very different. I would, I'd love to know more uh, in contrast to Canada, what it was like living in Afghanistan on a regular day. Afghanistan prior to the war actually was a good country. I don't know if you, um, I don't know if you ever get a chance to really, really, um, if you get to YouTube, you just say Kabul, Afghanistan back in the days, like before Russian war, uh, beautiful country. Well, we have a lot of mountains as you know, there's the most mountain country in the world, I believe, and uh, even the capital city of Kabul. We had to go walk over the mountain to just go from one place to other place, you know. Oh, wow. But oh, wow. uh, mountain climbing was like, like it's just a, it's just a, almost part of daily life. And in a lot of houses are built in the mountains, you know, and in Kabul. So uh, for us, let's say we're going from here to let's say half an hour, one area to area. We just had to shortcut me, and my cousin, or my friend. We we'll just go over the mountain and get down the other side. And then we're already there. And I suppose going around the mountain, take a bus, 
we didn't want to do that. So it was um, actually now that I'm thinking, that's why my legs were in good shape that time probably because yeah. you keep climbing. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, um, but we do get a lot of snow. So people were surprised when I say Afghanistan. They say, oh, you guys have snow. I said, oh, I'm surprised. As a kid, we we grew yeah. up, we shovel snow all oh, the time. I, I never, I would have never have thought that. You no, know, we, we say, no. so Afghanistan's north side is more colder as we border with Russia. Back it used to be Russia now, but they, because they become independent, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, all those um, countries become independent. But prior to that, they were part of Russia. So we have a border, big border in the north with Russians, uh, and there is a city called Mazar Sharif, which is that city's border with Russia with the, with them. And I used to go there a lot as a kid because uh, my uncle working there, and they take us there. We stay there in the we have a summer holiday here, but our holidays in the school, there is a winter time. Uh, we usually get two months of winter uh, holiday, not in the summer, hmm. back in Afghanistan. So oh, wow. then we, we uh, every time we go there, and um, so yeah, a lot of mountains, Afghanistan, beautiful country, and um, everything was great, honestly. I, uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't not as rich as, you know, other countries, but it was, people were nice, everything was going well. As soon the the, the, the war start, everything start changing and, and uh, that's how everything become stabilized. Now what, what started the war? Did Russia just want the, the so geography? What, so what happens, I think uh, Afghanistan government, according to them, they invited them to come. Um, I guess uh, back then was a kingdom. Afghanistan was a kingdom. We had a uh, King Zaya Shah for 40 years rule Afghanistan and then we had... Um, um, his cousin Dawood uh, was with him for about six years. And so it's uh, then after that, uh, they accord, I th apparently the interest of Russia got really interested to Afghanistan. I, I, I'm not sure how they, uh, they do that. Probably the gas or anything could be a lot of. Um, we have rich in gas in Afghanistan. We have um, mineral, a lot of mineral. Um, so you know, we have also expensive stones in Afghanistan, the lower mountain, we have a very, very expensive stones. So it could be a lot of reason. I don't know much the, the, the background of that, but uh, somehow Russia says we've been invited by the government of Afghanistan to come and bring some stability and calm, peace. Hmm. Uh, but we as Afghani, we think that Russia came and have invaded us. So that's, there's two part story on that. And then, so, but the government had to become communist to be good with Russia. And right. so they had to work together with Russia to come and, and, and integrate all the communist um, policy to the school, to everywhere. And uh, um, that's why so we resistant group, which is called Mujahideen and rebels, they start uh, piling up against the Russia. So again, that's a superpowers oh, wow. interest and America was supporting them. And then, so, and ah, do you see what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's a, it's a proxy. What are you Right now, Ukraine is going on. So, West is supporting Ukraine, Russia's, and all those others. So it's it's just how it is. And Afghanistan was no different. And then they equipped hmm. those rebels, America, to fight the Russia and get the Russia out of Afghanistan. So the Americans equipped the Mujahideen. Yes, that, that's correct. Okay. So they gave them the sophisticated um, rockets and everything. So we. We're the one who fought the majority. They were good fighters. They fought to the end because they believe in that fight. And the Russian lost the fight after 10 years and the Russia left. So that's when the communists kind of basically died down. After that, Russia wasn't as empire as anymore because of, I don't know if called humiliation that they lost the war there and after. And then, then, so then 
this is exactly now what they're doing. The, they're doing always to each other now. Vietnam, like America, then Russia and China had to support that to beat America. So this is always the so, superpowers. So, so it's just, no, I just, it's kind of crazy that I would assume, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Mahujadeen was like civilian people. Correct. That were like a guerrilla force wanting to fight what they deemed as uh, an oppressor, like an invading army, the Russians. Correct. So then the Russians go through your homes and bring all you young guys so, yes, onto sir. their side. Right. So you're basically, they're asking you to fight back against your own people. Correct. That's why I, I did not believe in that war and I left. So because, see, what happens is that the Russian and government become together. They become together. So the Russian told the government, now you have to do all these whatever dirty job is. You have to go pick up these guys, bring them to fight. And Russia in the front line was always the Afghan, so Afghan was soldier was the one who was fighting. So basically that time Russia wasn't on the front line. We never see Russians. They were coming either with an airplane or something behind, but always the Afghan was the one paying the price, whether from both sides. Mujahideen as well as the government, they're all both Afghani fighting each other. You see, that's how that war was. That blows my mind. So, yeah. Oh my God. And is that what is somewhat continuing all this time? Back, uh, it was continuing until yes. Then, then America came. Like America was there twenty years, <laughs> and then that was a now difference. So America become friend with the government, <laughs> and then again the resistant other group Taliban, which is, they said now we have to fight the American too. America now come here. Now we have to kick them out. So you see what I'm saying? It's very similar to what it was back then with the Russia. Same with the Americans and Canadian when there too, obviously. A lot of NATO went there, right? So they wow. all had to go there and to solve any problem that there was no problem to begin with, but they create a problem and say, now we love, let's fix it. What did they fix? More than a million and a half people die. More than uh, half a million people have no legs. Or, uh, yeah. And then there's Afghanistan is the most mined country in the world, in the planet. If you research, it's still there from Russian's time they left it. Um, and then five, six million people immigrated, a refugee out of the country. That country is behind so far now. Um, to repair that country, it takes a long time. And war is like that. We see it right now in Ukraine. Look at this now. The Ukraine has already been demolished to the ground. How many years is going to take? that to get back, it's, uh, it's hard. So war is not yeah. fun. Uh, the, yeah, Afghanistan history has been, it's always been war. I heard that there's a lot of you know, British came to Afghanistan many times. Um, so historically, But it's, they it's cannot, been... uh, yeah, Afghanistan never get con conquered. That's one thing. It's, I don't know how is it, I don't know as Afghani, but it's, book is written about it. There's, if you do some research, that country can never be invaded can never be conquered by any any country. I don't know why is that, but every country tried there. Every every superpower went there, but they came out empty hand. Wow. Hmm. And they didn't accomplish anything. According to them, they did, but I don't see any accomplishment, you know. I think the, the key is that I like the, not bringing Japanese or anything, Jap Japanese method, they go with infrastructure. They don't go with a tank. They don't go with an airplane. They, they just, Go help differently, trying to change minds of people, hearts of people. They educate, they, they invest in the school board. They, 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 I mean, not just them, there's some other countries they do that too, so I cannot name it. But the way to uh, win the war is to make people like you.
to win over their heart and their mind, to connect with them and understand their culture, understand their ideology, and, and not compromise and, and work with their culture and ideology because people grow up certain way. You can't just go in and switch. Randy, don't put this here. Put it here. In your home, I come, I tell you that. That's not how it works. You're not going to like that. Why did I touch that? without permission or just tell him, okay, so maybe this is good. Do you mind if maybe this would be nice here? So in a way, how to do it? So we feel like that as Afghani when Russia or America, this foreign country came, they're coming to our home and telling us what to do. I don't need you here. So that belief gave them enough strength and belief to go fight, to die. And that's why they don't die, they keep fighting. Afghanistan been in war for what, now 40 years plus? So I'm not saying anything, there is a good thing about it, but we're very proud people and we, we have a rich history and they, they money I don't think is not the issue, thing for them. The money is important, but you know, they, they didn't, they, Afghanistan never want to sell themselves to any, any, any other ideology if they don't believe it. So very strong and I, I, I don't know how to say it, but yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm sorry, I wish sometimes they weren't that strong. They were more flexible. Uh, Afghanistan probably would have been more civilized, like Taiwan or maybe like India or some of these countries that have been invaded, but they just accepted. So Afghanistan did not, and that's why we are where we are. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's hard to find out, but... It's fascinating. It's, it's fascinating, yeah. It's looking deep, you know, <clears throat> see what's happening. You can say Genghis Khan went to Afghanistan. British went seven times. How many times they went there? They failed. They came back. So I'm not saying to anything, but this is how Afghanistan is. Afghanistan can never be conquered. And that's, that's the history everywhere you see it. They said they're very, very brave and pride people. They're, they're warriors. Now, now that the Americans are, uh, have left the country, is, yeah. uh, what, what is the country headed toward? Very strict, which is um, Taliban, of course. They run things to their term. Um, but the, the sad part is that the United States frees all the money in bank and everything. Like, um, I mean, I understand U.S. policy, but it's not fair for the innocent people, you know. Like right now, we, no. we the, 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 the people are dying, children, there's no nutrition, there's like literally so bad, so sad. Some of the hospitals, you see, they don't have proper medical um, infrastructure, they don't have anything. And one doctor is helping 20 patients and running around. And literally, it's sad it's to look at it. It breaks your heart. But and the so, forward steps for women have now all been taken back, right? It's sort of. I hear different stories from people that I know in Afghanistan. Now, some of the, I have some connection. They says Taliban is not as as strict as they used to be. They're very lenient. They're trying to work with the foreign government to help the people. They're really, but they're they're the people very very strict minded people. That their way is the best way. They just go to. Quranic way, which is in some degree I believe it, but most degree I don't. Our holy book Quran doesn't tell us to do all of these things to women. There is no such a thing. Actually, women in our religion is above men. Is that the way around? That was my understanding. Yes, above men. And so I I really don't understand. It's a culture thing. I for me I think it's a culture the way they're so strong. They're uneducated. Also, education is another thing. Most of these young kids they're not educated. Think about it. Afghanistan being in war for plus 40 years, 40 years plus, some of these kids, they don't even see school. They don't know anything about 
other countries or anything, they don't have resources to the school, they don't have access to the education. So I would say part of it from lack of education also, um, and they just get brainwashed. You do this, that's it for God, or for believe this, and then blind eyes, they just go, you know, so they're soldiers. They're just... Well, if they don't know if anything else exists. Exactly. So that's how they are. They're keeping them blind in some degree. They just don't know what the world is. And for me, see, like I said, this experience was amazing that I it's not good that I left my country, but I learned so much by different culture, living with different nationality. You know, I be, we've been brainwashed in one way. 95% has to go think this way. When you come out in Toronto, I have my, in my Taekwondo school, Different student, different religion, different background. My best student is Jewish. And Islam and Jewish is always fighting. One of my top students and instructors are actually Jewish. So I, I, that taught me a lot about human being. It's not that the, the color, the religion, the country, the, it's, it's the person. You know, what kind of person you are at the end of the day? You're a good person or a bad person? There's no such thing as other things. <laughs> so... I learned that too much, so much in this country, you know, just look at, we're living peaceful, we're a very diverse country in Canada. Are we in war? We're beating each other up? We're killing each other? No, we don't. But look at this, everybody living in peace. So that, uh, that's so much to learn, but no, there, those countries, it's just, there's one way or no way. You deal with it, hmm. you don't deal with it, what are you going to do? So, yeah, that's what's happening in Afghanistan. Yeah, could That's you imagine being at like war here in Canada with like the Newfs or something? <laughs> like, like if Newfoundland invaded Ontario? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Just, just, just a second, there's, there's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, there's a, I think there's a movie. Yeah, yeah a movie it's an entire there. movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it wouldn't happen, but hopefully not. If there's any producers yeah, out there yeah. listening, uh, Andrew and I have a script about uh, Newfoundland invading Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> I no. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's good. Um, Which one is stronger? <laughs> it's about the beer. Is yeah, it? yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so you were in Afghanistan shoveling snow. Which is just absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have need never to see, considered that. I yeah. want to see pictures because it's just. I wish I had. I wish I had. You know, I, I'm still looking for some my picture from my childhood. Actually, I asked one of my uncle. You know, he's the only one that had some few pictures from my childhood. I asked his uh, daughter. He passed away unfortunately three years ago. But I asked his daughter. She's um, 25, 26. She has. A, she said, okay, she was on Instagram. I said to, him, I said to her, please, can you, I, I really, my kids want to see some of my childhood pictures. Parisa always asked me, daddy, were you chubby? Were you, how were you? And all of that. I said, because when you left the country, you just left with nothing. You just have to just go. Yeah, That's it. yeah. You don't, you can't take a backpack. And it's even, not like there were cell phones. And no, it's phone so I, I, he had some. So I said, please send it to me. She said she hasn't sent it to me yet, but. I'm looking forward to see it myself too. How old I look? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I know I was. Chubby, it would be fun to post you know, a picture right here. Yeah. If you have any pictures that I uh, you want to send me, I'd like to put something up on the sure on the podcast so people can see. Absolutely. Yeah. Like uh, from the young, old, what young, you, old taekwondo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything, anything you've got. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, if you had one of you young in 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 Afghanistan, <clears throat> I mean, I realize that's no. very tough. I to get. don't think I have in Afghanistan. No, I wish I had. Yeah. No, but, no, that's okay. That's okay. No. 
It's been too long, sir. I'm an old man, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I left Afghanistan a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would love to visit, you know. Yeah, I, I love to go see my high school, school, all this. It would be beautiful, but sure. I'm sure it's down to the ground. But, you know, you know, nowhere is like home. But this is my second home. Canada is, um, I think I live here longer than Afghanistan. So this is my home. I think you should share yeah. this uh, podcast yeah. with some people back in Afghanistan. hundred percent. I think we should do, I'm going to do the translation because if some of them, they don't understand English. Oh, sure. that's interesting. I'll wow. do a Farsi subtitle. Uh, actually, I'll send it to my sisters and my families. My sisters, some of them speak English. And like I said, we're seven siblings. I'm the oldest one. I have three sisters, three brothers. They are living in Germany. Yeah, uh, and don't you think that you'd be very inspiring to people who live in Afghanistan and absolutely. have an American dream? Today? No, I, absolutely. Actually, I was talking to my cousin. You know, you know what I said? Because... It, Goran, <laughs> I just give a go example of Goran. You know Goran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he just went to Croatia. Sorry, okay. Croatia. Right, his back home is Croatia, right? Yeah. And he just uh, bring his uh, Hollywood experience here, whatever he did, and it's huge there now. You know, so that's that's really nice thing he did. I actually uh, admire him for that. You know, now he's yeah, like Goran. He's a great, yeah, he's a great smart, guy. very great guy, and um, smart thinking. Um, I could have done the same thing. I could, you know, but for me, if I go to Afghanistan, probably I'm a big celebrity there. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I want that. They're saying is you're going to be a king in the blind city with one eye. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But uh, definitely they will benefit some degree if I get involved a little bit, help them. If they somehow in the film business, anything, martial arts, I'd like to give back. Why not? Can someone uh, leave Afghanistan today? I don't think so. I don't think they can come to. Uh, uh, the, I don't think so. Taliban's are very strict. Yeah, they well, control those most of stuff. Well, what I'm thinking is going back to what Andrew said. I think it's. Um, I love this. That mm. I love the story that you were on the roof of that building doing taekwondo, and all mm. your friends are saying, "What are you doing?" Why yeah, do? yeah. And he said, "Because you know, I'm. I'm going to go to America. Yeah, I'm going to live a dream. I'm going to do taekwondo." Yeah. And I'm going to make movies. Right. And you did and are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so I think that would be incredibly inspiring to some young people in Afghanistan mm. that here is a, a young man that f fulfilled that dream. Right. Um, that looks at, at life on the positive side. But I'm saddened to know that the, the people that you will inspire there mm. can't leave there. Mm. Yeah, but exercise their own dreams. But now, right. having said yeah. that, yeah. you couldn't necessarily leave either. Mm -hmm. I, I suppose you had that's to, true. You had to sort of make a run for it. In uh, a way. Correct. Yes, I had to run over the mountain, like exact illegal way to get out of there. You yeah. can't go by the route. So, I mean, yeah. no, not passport, not legally. Even now, I have to go there. I have to have some connections. So my own country, I can just go. I, so now I know some people, which is uh, in Germany. I know some of my relatives. You know, they they have connection with some of the people. They know they still have place. They go visit every two years. So if I go there, I be, basically I'm gonna be like with bodyguards probably there. I just have to go. They have to escort me. They have to, we have to be because it's, it's not really safe. Because if especially they find out that we're living in America or these countries, because everything they think is we are enemies. You know, they're enemies. You know, they, they, yeah. they don't. That's how they think of America right now. There's no friendship anymore. <laughs> so for me wow. to, I'm, I'm, I'm living American dream here, living the life here. I'm, I'm, I'm very much integrated, in, integrated, integrated in the society. To go there, for them, is very hard to accept that. Then. 
And then, so I need to be make sure, uh, arrange my uh, trip properly. To, when I go there, I do be able to come out. <laughs> you know and do I mean? you feel yeah. like you've had a lot of respect uh, on this side of the world? 100%. I've been uh, recognized and uh, appreciated, I think, uh, for what I do, who I am. Good, I hope so. For my uh, value that I offer. And um, I'm thankful to that, you know, although I could have done it just without that because I just generally, that's my personality. But now that I'm making living out of coaching people and um, that's my dream life, it's just amazing, you know. And and yeah, absolutely. I'm so grateful to that. And the parents that would trust their kids for me, bringing, you um, see, there is no there is no wall. They don't think, okay, he's Afghani or he's, uh, he's, he's this religion or Muslim or this. There's no such thing. And that's fascinating to me because that makes me feel more appreciative of this society, the life, the people. Wow. If they do that, that's amazing. And so there is no barrier. There's no, you know what I mean? There's nothing um, holding me back to give back to and open up and help whatever these kids need. Their future is more important right now. Why I like kids? Because they're the ones going to be running the show 10, 20 30 years down the line. They're going to be the lawyer, the doctor, the politicians. So whatever we invest in them, they're going to be, we're, we're getting them back in, into our society, to our country, to our future, you know, um, whatever they become. So it's important for us to really, really, really build a good foundation for these kids. Have them a good, give them a good, solid foundation so they can go there. And con I tell these kids sometimes, life is not easy out there. When you go there, things can happen to you. That's why I gave you these hard classes. I want to make you do those push-ups. Come on, sir, you can do, you can fight. You get a little hurt, it's okay. What's, it's okay. You, you're still okay. You're, you, you didn't go to hospital or anything. Just when you go outside, other than your mom and dad, the most close people love you. I'm sorry, sometimes there's a hard word out there. <laughs> and also, so don't get hurt when you go there. That's why I need you to become strong here. Develop that tolerance you know, that you you can do it. You believe in yourself. And then when you go outside, things become much easier. That's where the life skill comes in place. So it is, I really believe in that the kids need that because they need to be independent. They need to stand up on their feet, believe in themselves. And I would, if I were hadn't been in charge, I would definitely make that martial arts mandatory in every public school. Sorry, that would be the best thing they could do. Don't give them a choice after grade nine, no physics. You make it mandatory, teach them discipline. They will teach them structure. They put them in framework. It's a system, beautiful system that helped them grow better in life. So I, that's what I would do, honestly. I believe in it. I taught in private I school. I, yeah. I'm teaching, Lake was teaching actually in the private school right now. We have a private school. They, they hire us past four or five years. And we also, I taught in the public school four or five years close to my neighborhood there. They, they hired me, we went taking straight. It's amazing. All these kids come in the gymnasium. We You taught in yeah. schools. And that, so. I taught in 13 high schools. See, how amazing <clears throat> is that? See, you're spreading the, 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 the message of positivity, respect, 100%. discipline, yep. you know, um, how, how to talk to your parents, to your teacher. How It's, it's incredible. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> you know, we want them to do that and it's important. Life skill is yeah, important for these kids. Big time. Yeah, there's a lot of divide happening with all that's going on in the world. You know, there's a yeah. lot of divide. Yet, uh, there yet we're more integrated uh, among one another, right? From around the world, right? So it, it amazes me how much divide there is. Yet how much we're all 
together in the same place nowadays. Absolutely. No, we, 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 human as a human, we will come back. You know, eventually, that's that's human nature. At the end of the day, we have to realize. And one thing is, um, I don't like the technology, but also, it's been so helpful to many people, awakening people. Yes. We see things. We know things now. We know what's going on, what's real, what's not real. Totally. And that brings us closer. Now, understanding each race, understanding each religion, culture, and all that, then we have more respect and tolerance towards each other. So um, yeah, yeah. those are the things that never happened five, ten years ago. So now it's happening. Yeah, it's amazing mm -hmm. to me. I mean, when we go out and pick a new car or mm -hmm. we pick something new, we, we have to pick a color and we think about these things. We think about uh, the variety of, right. of how we get to spice our life. Right. You know, and I, it's got to be recognized more among human beings. You know, you're a proof of that, 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 that uh, color or culture difference uh, mm. is, is a beautiful thing. Right. And can be very beautiful. Mm. And variety, it, yes. Variety is yeah. so good. Mm -hmm. It's the spice mm -hmm. of life. Absolutely. Otherwise, who It's cares? boring. Yeah, who cares? Life become boring, yes. 100%. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And uh, we all learn from each other, you know, as long we have that um, student attitude, you know, and, and just. Every step of the way is just a lesson to be learned. Do you ever run into anything at your uh, at uh, uh, when when you when you're teaching a kid? Mm. Is there ever a kid or a mother or or I, I pick on mothers, yeah, um, yeah, a father, yeah, right. or anybody yeah, who's yeah, um, yeah. who has come at you with anything um, that they disagreed with? Negative and yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it oh, absolutely, it has happened. Um, there's few highlights came um, can come to me, but uh, not as much as it, uh, I thought. I think in martial arts, most of the people, I don't know if they have that a little bit of fear or respect. I don't know if they come. Okay. Back in the days, they had more respect. You know, oh, it's martial arts school. We should not, you know, complain about this, about that. You know, yeah, so old yeah, school was true. like, master come, you barely, like myself, when I passed from master John Park, I was just... Literally couldn't even. Oh, Master John Parker's here. I was have to. He's in his, his office. I was bouncer and just run away. Just that's how we're like, you know, that respect fear. Yeah. Um, but nowadays parents are a little bit more outspoken because his culture is changing and they treat taekwondo martial arts like another dance studio or gymnastic probably sometimes. But still, it's how we present ourselves. It makes it different. So. We always try to keep it professional. And as professional means we're very close to the parents, but very respectful. We respect them a lot, trying to show their respect. So before they even go there, they don't even go there because uh, we just greet them with respect, bow, and we just say what we have to say. So that helps a lot. But, but we do get sometimes, you know, some parents, oh, my kids is uh, like this, like that. I said, um, well, you cannot, your kid is five years old or six years old. You're the mom and dad. So sometimes we just have to really sit, take the time to really educate parents about the importance of um, structure, the the, the 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 benefit that they're getting from the school. You, so you brought him in martial arts school. Why you brought him here, first of all? What is your intention? What was the first thing that went to your mind? Okay, I want to take my kid. To, is it because just want him to run around and kick? I don't think that's what you brought him here. So you brought him here because maybe he has a little bit of listening skills doesn't listen to you maybe he's like talking back to you or he has like whatever that he has you brought him here so then you're gonna you believe in this place that's gonna help then you're gonna have to work with me okay now we work together as a team mm -hmm. to make that happen it's not about you it's not about me it's about this child right now 
So how we do this, because this child needs, needs us, need a roadmap. We need to create the roadmap together so he can go easily. Our curriculum is so designed easily so we can make him, help him to step by step take him to where he wants to be. And then you give me one month, two months, I promise you, I guarantee my experience that that can happen here. But it doesn't work if you just say, oh, one class is like this, like that, then you need to just take a back seat. You brought him to me, trust me, trust the process, then let me do my job. That usually helps most of the parents understand. I said, okay, yes, sir. And then after two months, he says, wow. I said, how is he doing now? He said, he's doing great now. You know, actually he's doing this and that was beautiful. See, now he's enjoying, he's laughing now. He's in the class, he doesn't getting out. Because, because the environment, the positive environment influence the kids. He sees everything. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Sit down. How you sit? How you talk? So everything affects, and then they see other kids, the black belt doing that. Okay, I want to do that too. Then, okay, oh, and you have the black belt demonstrate some techniques. Oh, I want to be like him. I don't kick like that. So it's all about, I'm highlighting always the best student in the class. Sometimes I'm, two other students sees, and then says, oh, I want to be like that. If we pick always, and the student was doing wrong, then, then we have a problem. So I'm ignoring sometimes those students are traveling. Uh, that's the best way to do that. If you focus so much on that. And the good kid's energy is going to go to that too. So you lost that class, you know, the momentum. So, But yeah, you get that. But overall, it's it's easy to um, make them understand where, yeah, that's where we good. come from. No, and, and yeah, the value that we offer and the martial arts is important for them. That make them independent, confidence and believing themselves. Those things are important. And plus, healthy lifestyle. They're going to sleep better at night once you see. They said, yes, uh, tonight they sleep like a, so just went there. Mm -hmm. So I said, yes, because of that activity that we did. So, um, Big time. It, it is, it is, it's amazing, amazing to see the transformation in those kids. That's priceless. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. I, I love that's that you said that the parents think of the uh, martial arts clubs as like a dance or a gymnastics club now. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> when you started mm. in Kabul, mm. there was one. And you walked two hours to get to it. Yes, sir. When I started, yeah. there was one. It was a judo school mm. that actually right. taught Shido Japanese wow. karate shiru. Mm. And you had to take two city buses from my town here up into another city to go to one club. And now they're on almost every corner. Every corner. So they've mm. become so common. Commercial, yeah, com Commercial yes. Commercial. Oh, yes, my God, yes. Yes, yes. yes. It's true. But they've become so common and with the movies and TV and behind the scenes and magazines and whatever, every parent knows about them. Probably the parents have done Taekwondo or karate for three months or whatever it was in their youth. Mm. Um, but, but, but they're so common um, that that's where the, that lack of, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. What you, you said something that really struck me. Um, the way the parents... Associate expectation, yes. the expectation, yes, what they want from us. You know, sometimes they're not satisfied with certain <clears throat> things. Yeah, it's the expectation that they set for their kids. Mm -hmm. And yet they don't know anything about martial arts. And that's where the problem sometimes occurs. Well, the other so, thing is, I mean, uh, when you were a young man, and you were a young man, passion is what drove you drive an you. hour and a half to where well, you had true. to go. Yeah. Nowadays, uh, you don't have to have much passion to go a block to to the studio, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, but, I think that plays but, a huge role. But it role. wasn't. It was never my parents that put me into martial arts. 
It was, it was me your desire that yeah. wanted to go to martial arts. Right. I, I, that was my decision. That's the difference. Yes, that's the difference. And there must be just as many of you out there today, just that there, it's a lot easier for people that, didn't have, that don't have that, uh, that desire that's deep inside you. Mm. Um, are, you know, it's easier for them to take a lesson, you know. Right. Um, yeah. They, 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 lots of options. There's yeah. a lot of option for them, and the parents sometimes they come, they just say, "Okay, I want my kids to try this." Like a window shopping, sometimes different, um, and then let me go talk to them at home. And but see, here's the thing: see, they are not sure too. When the parents not sure, they 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 are not they're not sure. That's the that's where the challenge comes with the, how to raise their kids because they are still new parents. Of course, they need. Sometimes they have to do their homework first before they even trying to get their kids to some sort of activity. I want to put them in gymnastics. Why I want to put my kids in gymnastics? Because I want them to have flexibility or coordination and then eventually maybe go to Olympic. or that's They have some certain goal in their head. Their parent. So yeah. in martial arts, it shouldn't be any different. When you bring them to Taekwondo or anything, so just think before you come, do your research, do some homework, and then understand why you want to bring your kids here for me. What's the objective? And then based on that, let them try the class out one or two, one week. See if this place can facilitate that that needs that you brought them for. If do, then what's stopping you? Why you have to ask the kids then now? You know this is all the benefit that he's gonna get, and it's important for his life. Then you're the one paying. You're the driver's seat. The kid's the passenger, so you you <laughs> true, gotta decide. True, not true. don't ask him what do you want. So yeah, it, and uh, kids like easy. So yeah, you gonna, have to you have yeah. to hold them there for a minute and let them let them get used to. Environment too, of course. Yes, yeah, it's a yeah. different environment. They're new. All of a sudden, see these clothes. Everything looks a little bit awkward for them, right? So mm -hmm. we need to make them feel like, okay, this is a safe place. You're safe. It's about trust, right? So they have to trust that coach. They have to trust the instructor. You know how we interact with them, how they connect. Once the kids connect, they're fine. They're still laughing. They're having fun. Absolutely. That, because we're strangers. You know, who these guys are? Who's Shaq? Who's yeah. Shaq Froggy? What is he? You know, is he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he, he's looking, <laughs> Don't talk to strangers, yeah. but go and talk to that man. I know. <laughs> Hold on. I've seen him in a movie, though. Mm -hmm. It's funny that you say that. This guy, actually, I was uh, when I was in New York, I was doing a little work on the gym, and he just right walk at me, and I just, uh, it's just like I was 65 something plus, and he had a mask on him. He said, he said, hi, you know, I, you look so familiar. I know you somewhere. I said, I was just in my head. I said, maybe somewhere. I said, I want to sit. I'm famous. I'm in the movie. You didn't know that, but I just didn't say it. I just, <laughs> I was just close. But uh, he said, uh, maybe somewhere. But uh, he shook my hand. He introduced himself. Just uh, a friendly guy. You know, he's like very, you know, Americans, they're very outgoing. They're confident. They just come at you. They just yeah. do something. They just go at True. you. So, yeah. There's nothing wrong. His, his name, I said, my name is this. I said, you live here? I said, sometime. And, but he said, he said, but he still said, I still know you somewhere. I said, oh, I don't know, but uh, maybe. <laughs> Have you ever seen yeah, a Steven know. Seagal movie? Uh, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. Hey, it was my fight with him. I was so, <laughs> <laughs> he beat me up. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and what, what was that? What was the uh, show you just did up in Montreal? Um, that was Alert. 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 That's yeah. what I wanted. Yes, yeah, Alert. Shaq, and you did a fight scene in that. Yes, that was not we bad. All, we, yes. all want, we all want to see it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not that long, but I get beat up by the actor, of course. No. It's always, my daughter asked me, Parisa, always, Daddy, why always you get uh, killed or die? You know, like every time I see you get shot, most of the time I get a Latino or something. I said, 
I said, it must be my beautiful look. <laughs> I just told him it's my look, you know. I guess uh, it, it's just that uh, movies, uh, that's how it is. Storytelling, we're sure. bad guys, we're goom, we're, you know, what, what can you, you know? Yeah, it's the that's same, what you same get. with me. I'm always a bad yeah. guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, or a cop that gets yeah. shot, you know. Or same with me. Uh, when my kids were growing up, they would say to me, Dad, uh, I said, let's watch this show. I'm in it. And they'll say, well, are you in it for more than 13 seconds? Right. Yeah, because no. this movie's two hours long. So. <laughs> right, right. No, it's, it's a life of a stunt guy. Life of a stunt guy, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No. You never know what you get. It's, I think it's the look. Uh, you would know that more than myself or anybody else. You've been in the business for so long, sir. Um, I think the look is the key for every role that you get. It, even is, it is probably 90% of it. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, um, I have a question that I ask young people that want to be stunt performers. Mm. And then I, and I tell them that there is an answer and I have the answer for you. And this is the question. I say, what physical skill can you bring to my game right. that 100 of my very best friends mm -hmm. can't do, can do right. and haven't already done in a thousand films and on television? Wow. That's mm. what a new mm. person is up against. Right. But the, the physical thing that they can bring to me that no one in the world can bring to me is that face. And if you mm. have that face, you have this job. You have this job, yes, yes, that, yes, sir. Because I'll teach you yeah. if you don't yeah. know. Yes, sir. <laughs> no, hundred percent. I realized that actually. I first I was the other way around. I was thinking. I was thinking. I must. I have to do perform. I have to be so good. I was. I was stressing myself out. I must do it like certain way. But then I start realizing if they don't like your look, doesn't matter what you know. Yeah. You're not gonna get to that. Yeah. Door. I tell people if you don't fit, you don't fit. You well, don't fit. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you a question. I I, I hope that I asked this properly, but um. Our friend Bart, you know Bart Badziak? Bart, yes. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. Bart. That, that yeah, one with the beard. That beard. Uh, yeah. Yeah, beard yeah. guy, yeah. But he, yeah, beautiful beard. <laughs> um, but speaking of that beard, yeah. I mean, he's, uh, as far as I'm, I'm, I'm aware, he's, he's Polish. Right, right. He's, yes. He's from, he's yeah. yeah, he's from Poland. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, him and I have chatted about this, and I, I, I'm pretty sure he's played every, everything else but that. Uh, you know, he's he's always he's Russian or he's a terrorist of sorts or he's you know <laughs> Taliban. Every, uh, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's everything, yeah. right? Um, but now you know with the way uh, our industry is starting to go and and the woke politics and whatever this is, um, you know, you can't be you can, if you're not this person, then yeah. you can't play that person. If you're not yeah. that ethnicity, if he's not right. Polish or something, yeah, yeah or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. is this happening to you as well? Oh, many times. I mean, I get hired more for Latino than anybody else. Really? <laughs> Most of the gags that I have is a Latino. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and there's few occasions that actually only one time I got hired for Afghani. Two times. Uh, one was this alert is Afghanistan Kandahar, and then um, Taliban scene with um, Rick Forsyth. I think was the. Which show was that? But yeah, so I have this big beard, you know, and with turban and everything with RPG in my shoulder, all these things. So uh, only two time happened. And the funny thing is also about my fight. I don't get to use my skill of Taekwondo as much as I thought I would use. You know, that was that my main thing. You know, that's my specialty. You know, I wish I would have getting hired more for that because that's where I... I, I can do shine. it close eyes, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. So, but then no, not really. So it's mostly Latino. You just pam 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 get shoot. Always bad guys most of the time. Um, but I, I I take it because I it's a good look because I can go for 
Latino, I can go for anything. But I think you should. Uh, you, you know, should yeah, it, I, more more work. I, I never say no. Actually, I was surprised one time that I got to work for Italian car commercial. Sorry, it was a French car commercial, but it, by Italians, um, Italian production. That was many years ago. That was like 2003 or 2004. We went for audition there, and then they there was like literally 10, 20 authentic Italian guys were there. And with real Italian speaking, so I said, oh, I have no chance here. What's going on here? So we just go and they open the door. They told us to just do some shooting and acting in front of the camera. I did it. I said, There's... so next thing I see recall. You know, I got a recall. I said, so they call you back again. So I went there, did it again. And so I got the job. It's funny that that car commercial is like, apparently the story is like, uh, it's, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm hired by Italian mafias to kill the godfather because the godfather is apparently doing some shopping you know so it's a funny <laughs> okay. and, and they, they have italian song in the background bell, 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 you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's really funny but then i said look at this business you never know i that's true i don't look like italian at all and then i end up doing that so how they thinks you never know how fun business works well the other thing yeah that's the thing nobody knows how it works yeah and, who's and, who and they, you know and they're they're making up their minds uh based on uh bullshit yeah uh, you know not uh, to hire you because of this yeah and, and when and you're in the <clears> toronto <throat> industry uh, there are very few people like you and mm. uh, i mean there needs to be more opportunity and all that stuff and i i totally understand that but um you know we don't have a latin culture the same way perhaps uh, california does right correct you know where yeah. it's easier to shoot a movie yeah. like that and hire um the the very proper people for you know, proper for jobs roles. yes yes sir. yeah um, so it makes sense up in Toronto. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to work a little harder at, at how to find certain cast members and things like that. Right, right. You know, and I think that the opportunities for you mm -hmm. are even further and bigger and more. Um, I, I don't know. Well, after today, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to get a lot of call. I think yeah. so too. I think, yeah. I'm gonna get, <laughs> I think so either too. Either I'm going to get a lot of call or I'm going to just get no call. Yeah. Says, this guy is done. <laughs> if anybody, we, don't, we, we don't want Shaq anymore. <laughs> if anybody wants to contact Shaq, get a hold of us through uh, Instagram and we'll put you on to a new agent, Shaq. We'll put you on to a manager. Yeah, yeah. You can do some sure. Spanish dialogue. That's it. Yeah. Let's bring it on. I speak Urdu. I speak Farsi. I speak a little bit of Russian. Maybe. Why not? You know, we'll bring it. We learned a little bit of basic Russian when we uh, Russian troops were in afghanistan as a kid you wow. know we always in the street we just say these guys you know they were everywhere right wow. so we had to talk to them a little bit and just we're trying wow. to make fun of them but they were trying to talk to us i don't know <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't like them there they came with their park with their tank there everywhere i says what is these guys are doing <laughs> but they were playing hockey everywhere they get a chance they were playing hockey I mean, with the, something i don't know i always see them these guys, these soldiers. Hockey in Afghanistan goes yeah, back to that snow Actually, thing. Yeah, the, Very uh, Kanda, when the, in the Kandahar, they had an arena for ca Canadian troops. You guys uh, remember that? When Canadian was in Afghanistan, they, they built a hockey arena. They had it there, I don't know. And then they were playing. Canadian really? soldiers were playing hockey, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, if you look at, uh, well, down in YouTube, you find it. What's the, what is like an, a national sport in Afghanistan? Oh, that's a beautiful question that you asked me. There's a lot of, all of questions amazing, but this is, yeah, that's what I was to talk so, uh, I don't know. I was talking to James, Master James came in New York. He didn't know actually what's the. He asked me that same question: What sport is popular in Afghanistan? What is your national sport? So I said, to him, "Oh, you don't know. This is something. It's actually they could be hired for the horse stunt in in Hollywood with no problem because those guys are amazing. If you get a chance, it's called Bus Kashi. It's like Bus, uh, B O S B O S Kashi, uh, K A. 
Yes. S-H-I, Buskashi. So okay. these, there is a two team, apparently, I don't know so much about it, but I never played, but these guys are very strong people. They're wrestlers. They're very, very strong. And they are an incredible horse riders. Hmm. They play the game while riding the horse and while beating each other up, you know, the other team, with a, with a swing. So be, <laughs> Yes. It's, it's, it's very funny. You have to look at this. So what happens, they, they have a dead lamb. So the dead lamb is going to be in one part of the ground. So there is a big field that each team has to grab that lamb from other uh, team to take that lamb to, to a certain mark and hit the mark and put in the circle there. A dead you see, lamb. Yeah, when they try to do that, the, the, the guy is literally flying with a lamb, you know, it's falling. So, and they're riding the horse Wild. one leg like this and grabbing this and the other guy is hitting him. You have to you have to see that you're gonna be no, no, fascinated. No, we have to see this for sure. <laughs> I'm telling you, these guys are good. You know, I'm, if I say that good, they they they're if they come to Canada or US for to do a stunt for the horse, they'll be higher in no beat. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yes, yeah. these guys. Now, do the winners get to have a barbecue? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I think so. What are you gonna do with the dead lamb afterward? But yeah, uh, yeah. they probably do it by the alal. You know, they you know, they have to do alal. Sure. Make sure, I guess. Uh, and uh, yeah, and th those those lambs are heavy. There's like a, it's like a, it's a good, uh, good. They use it big. It's a huge size, and they are strong to grab that and hold it. And and the other team wants to grab it. They're pulling from each other, so they don't let. So while they do that, they have that thing. They hit each other to let go, you know. So that's how they do it. They fight for it to uh, win. I it's it's incredible. Why are we over here using pucks and balls? I know we can be <laughs> riding horses and whacking each other. So, so that that's that's our national sports. Yeah. Wow. And, um, um, yeah, we don't have much of other still. We play other sports, soccer, but uh, actually ba um, cricket. Just um, born in Afghanistan 10, 15 years ago, and they're second and third place in the world. They're they're doing because in the refugee camp, this is a very true story. Twenty years ago, fifteen years ago. They start the refugee, the refugee kids, Afghan kids, they start playing cricket in the Pakistan in the refugee camp as a kid. They didn't have much time. They just play cricket. And these guys end up becoming national team of Afghanistan cricket team. And they end up playing in India and, and all, of the, all over the world, Africa, all of these places. They're coming second place, third place. They're, they they become so famous now. Then the, uh, the amount of uh, age that they have was only 15 years. That the, they are competing against one of the best ones they've been uh, training, like are competing for a hundred years. Wow! Those guys, yeah, they're uh, they're, they're very uh, they're very athletic people. Afghani people, they're very good in the sports. Well, they, I guess they you know? must be the strong and hardy with the mountain range. And just, I, I guess just so. They just uh, they just love true. it. I think maybe they're hungry. They're says. We don't have anything. We might as well play cricket all day or do martial arts or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, we're, like I said, in India, I was training Taekwondo. I didn't get a chance to talk about that. We're training literally outside in 35, 40 degree, morning and night. That's how my Taekwondo become really good because I train, train all the time. I was just love it. So, yeah, yeah. Because I had a lot of time in my hand. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. what am I going to do? It's just all I have to do is train. Yeah. Uh, but that's why sounds... those refugees learn the cricket. So, yeah, Buskashi. Huh. I think you guys want to check I, it out. I'm going to check it out. Uh, you, you look at that, yeah. you remember, but it's, it's, it's exciting, it's dangerous, it's like... It's like How many know. guys on the team? I, I'm not sure, but I think it's six in each side or eight. I'm not sure how does it work, but okay. uh, I don't know exactly. But they're from north of Afghanistan, typically. And those guys are pretty much, their ears all breaking. They're, 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 they're strong. Uh, they're less wrestlers. And, uh, but uh, yeah, 
so that's our national sport. Totally interesting. Yeah. And did you know what hockey was? Did you watch no, hockey? No, I didn't know anything, anything about hockey. Uh, field hockey, yes, because of the India and, you, and Pakistan, they play hockey. And you watch uh, you watch uh, American movies over there. I did, but I never pay attention to the hockey as much. But when oh. I come to Canada, I start watching Maple Leaf a lot. You know? you are, yeah, yeah, I was uh, working with these Italian guys in the pizza place. How yeah, can these you guys can love. It's kind of yeah. a rule here. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had no choice. Yeah. Uh, Doc Gilmore, all those guys back oh, in the yeah. days. Uh, Wendell Croc, all those guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm from that time. So, cool, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I just so, I have so much respect for those hockey players with the, with the skating you know I, I, I kind of skate so I look I at these know. guys they're, I think these guys the need to speed check out that Boscashi <laughs> <laughs> how did you say it? Boscashi yeah Buscashi, your pronunciation is, is really good okay. amazing yes <laughs> Boscashi yes sir yeah um, you'll like it it's YouTube you will find so many of them yeah, yeah. I'm totally yeah. checking yeah, it out looking up um, yeah. Shaq before we uh, before we tie things up do you mind signing our table Hundred percent. Yeah, of no, course. I love it. Of course. I have to ask. Oh, wow. Pick wow. pick somewhere clean. Okay. Check. Yeah, right. wherever. Yeah, wherever you want. Okay. You can you can move your mic. Just push it push it away. Oh oh, that feels different. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. You know, you can do it upside down. You can do it in three D if you know how to do that. Once again, all the people at Spotify and yeah, any, and Apple and yeah, it's yeah, just, just here scratching. Yeah, yeah. If you check out our Instagram page uh, at Going Again Podcast, uh, one of these days I'm gonna put up a photo of this table. You can sort of see it in some spots, but. my great friend Randy and Andrew He's writing a bit of a book <laughs> I love it <laughs> love it there you go. I don't know I hope you like it my no that's good what, what's it say right under Randy and Andrew you uh, which one this one yep peace and love love it peace and love yeah i love it man yeah that's uh, at the end of the day for me that's love and peace is what everything is belongs and of course good health it comes with a good health when you have a good health you feel healthy happy and peaceful you know at the end of the day and see one day we get a headache we don't feel good so i i truly believe that you gotta invest in your health all the time and i'm trying to do that to be a good example to my student every day every day you know it's just simple things. For me, it's the, the simple things. You know? Come back come back to your mic. Yeah. I love what you're saying. <laughs> As, uh, um, yeah, I, I, sorry, I don't want to be too philosophical, but uh, I don't want to sound like also guru or anything. But um, what, what really fascinated me about life is just the simple things when you do right every day, get up in the morning and do things for yourself because every little things you do, will help you in the long long run. And this is the only advice I should say or something I can pass to the new young generation. 
Get up, fix your bed. Just don't leave it messy. Get up and just say big smile. And just say thank you to that. Whatever you believe is. Universe, God, Canada, anything. Anything is important to you. And then be grateful. Because you know what? Be grateful, you get more. The more grateful you are, the more you get. Stop complaining. Just go get, seize the day. And uh, that was makes a huge difference. And I truly believe in that because I'm doing that myself. I'm trying to. You know, it's not easy. But I just, when I get up, first thing I'll do is I have to say thank you. And big smile. And take the day. And today I get up. I was so excited when Randy said to me, we're excited to see you. I said, well, I'm as excited as all. I'm nervous, but let's see what's going to happen because I don't know what. what <laughs> but, but, uh, but anything can happen with Mr. Randy. So I said, I have to be a soldier. I'm a, it's like a stuntman. You just go. You got to be ready for anything. Throw it at you. I said, respectfully, I'll just be there and do my best. And I hope, um, I hope my story uh, help anybody can uh, listen. And um, any young man, anybody who likes to have a dream, anything, please... Uh, just, just do it. You know, believe in yourself, and just, and and you gotta love life. You gotta love yourself. You gotta, if you love yourself, you love life. You're excited. You're passionate. You will go. You'll do anything possible in life, and it, everything will come to you. And you know what I think yeah. is, uh, everyone's nervous until they realize they're in the room with the right people. Hundred percent. And you guys are amazing to that. I didn't. You guys made me feel like. Uh, your younger brother. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, older brother for your younger brother. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a <laughs> whole lot younger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, uh, Randy says we're young guys. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. You guys sound <laughs> like it. <laughs> Jack, it's yeah. been our pleasure, sir. Yeah, man. And this was fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. And, I hope you had um, a good time. Uh, well, I had a great time. Thank you, sir. I have to do it like martial arts way. Bow. Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, sir. You. I appreciate it. Cheers. Okay. Got it, D.